Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this the podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah, this the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crusher nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. Everyone, this is Ringside Rain, and you're listening to Can Crushers Podcast. And now, here is your host, Mark, the Mark Martinez. Guys, I end my broadcast like this when I'm doing sport events every game. And I figured I need to start it this week because it has been a train wreck of a week for me. Make sure you tell your loved ones you love them because you never know. Welcome to Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. Jenks is no clue. This, uh, uh, we will invite Jenks on. You can actually say hello if you want to. Hi, guys. I have just literally taken over this for a minute. Um, this is being recorded probably half an hour after a major anxiety attack. Uh, it's been one of those weeks. Let me give you a little bit of backstory. Uh, nothing in my family, but, um, a son of a friend of a family member um, took his own life this week. And I didn't know that son, but I knew his dad. Uh, I worked with him when I was younger. And I didn't know until I read the son's obituary that the dad has killed himself two years ago. We have not been in contact in probably about three years. Not that we were just distant. Um, like I said, I worked with him and everything. So that hit home. And then I read more and I found out about that. And then today being Friday is re- recording. Jenks, do you know that song, The Rose by Bette Midler? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, my mom played that for me a lot. Uh, talking about emotional wreck, like everything has just come 360. I, uh, I'm very transparent. I said that from day one on this podcast. Got a lot of shit going on in my life. And the only thing that is balanced right now is sitting in the studio today and we'll get to be talking about wrestling. I will say it again, and I will probably end this show by saying it. Man, make sure you tell your loved ones you love them, because you never know. Um, thoughts this week were all over the all over the place. Uh, FYI, I go see my psych on Monday. Shit just did not just. It's okay to have bad days, as long as you can bounce back. You have, I'm saying bad days. Everybody has a bad day here and there. But know not to take that step. Know not to do whatever. Make sure you have the right people in your life or the right atmosphere or something planned to go ahead 
and be okay with. Fuck it, four o'clock. I couldn't wait till six to do this. Like this is, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Lacey Evans, who I want to punch in the face, and you know, Deanna Peraza, and like, this is my zone. This is where I need to be for a while tonight. I need to see this son of a bitch got the greatest shirt on in the world in front of me right now, and I mean that out of love. I'll get through this, and we'll chat a little bit. But guys, this is I know this is a weird beginning for a wrestling podcast. Um, do what makes you happy. If you have to lose everything in your life, uh, materialistic and everything, and you have to live in a van down by the river, I'm trying to build myself out of this. Um, do it for your happiness. It's, it's not worth dying. It's not worth putting family members more in pain. And I, I understand this and we're almost getting a year. I love you, Bailey, too. She agrees. I, uh, it's almost getting a year upon, um, Kelly's boss taking his own life. It, it's, it's been a rough week. It has been crazy. And as I always said for the last couple years now, I'm human, man. Shit goes into my head and it gets stuck in there. And fucking TikTok did it to me because then I saw the Rose video again today. I was probably on a 45-minute downward crying spiral of that effing song, which I love so much because it reminds me of my mom. But that's there's times that you just can't play it, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop it today. I had to. I had to let those emotions out. And it's okay. It's okay because I knew I had a friendly face coming on. I knew I'm going to get yelled at here in a minute. Because I didn't let him know that I was starting. I just told him, I said, it's going to be a weird beginning. Because we're always idiots. Um, I had to say my piece. It's okay. Know you have people. There's people, they may be distant. Jenks is three hours away from me. If I say, Jenks, I'm stopping the podcast right now. Will you please be here by 9 o'clock? He doesn't know where the fuck Ridgeway is, but he'll find it. And I love you for that. And when I say I love you to anybody you guys have to know it is from the bottom of my heart because pain hurts it does and i love you mark and you know our job everything to be there right now i know and i'm sorry i'm sorry you started hey hey do not apologize do not apologize for that because i'm here for you we're gonna do our best to help you get an escape for a couple hours and help everything kind of right get back to where it was, even though it's not going to get there, but it's going to at least help you get a reprieve this week. And, you know, I do it every time. I did it a couple weeks ago with my way from Frank Sinatra with my dad because he used to play that. That was his song. So we, uh, when that hits, you stop dead in your tracks and you lose a little bit of sense of time at that point. So I get it completely. I'm trying not to tear up over here, so it's going to get – but I'm going to finish this up here by saying, buddy, I completely agree with everything you said. If you need somebody, there's people in your life that love you and that care for you, guys out there, guys and gals out there, reach out to them. You may think you're the biggest burden in the world when you reach out like that, but you're not. Because they'd rather have you reach out and talk you through it or just talk to you instead of losing you and not being able to have that conversation ever again. 
So I'm here for you. I'm here for all of us at King Crushers. We're all here. And, man, we have beers and drinks. So let's we let's do. enjoy it. We let's do. enjoy it. First and foremost, um, again, King Crusher Nation, thank you for this ride for the years. Thanks for Jenks. Thanks for everything. A bounce back, especially because I'm already – I listen. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna not gonna beat that dead horse. But uh, this son of a bitch told me, and it's way too early. I'm trying to go. Um, <laughs> this son of a bitch told me he has Pump King. Um, it's an yeah. amazing. It's an amazing beer, Jenks. Uh, to me, it's too, too early. early. It's too early yet. It's August. I can no, do September. Here's the thing. I used to be that guy, or Cody Hetrick from the Forty Year Dash, <laughs> and some appearances here in King Crusher's. Gives me and my friend Moochie absolute shit because we now drink it early. I used to be that guy. I was like, September, I'll drink it. I don't know, this year, I'm longing for the hearts there. It's already done with spring, already done with summer, when it's nothing to do with it. So I embraced it and bought a four-pack of Pumpkin and a four-pack of Warlock so that I can enjoy them today. I also have, it's not in the freezer yet, I need to put it in there. I purchased a long time ago Pumpkin Whiskey. I need to make it in there. I've had a couple bottles of that sitting around. So Wait, I, need to get that I don't even know about this. You don't? No. Oh, sir. So Southern Tier does its own distillery now. They make pumpkin whiskey. They also make a candied apple one, a candy cinnamon one. It was like a cinnamon apple type thing. That's the best, one of the best whiskeys I've ever had. But yeah, so it's fantastic. You can, it doesn't distribute to PA. You have to get it either at southern tier or somewhere in new york or that right now but yeah i bought a i think i bought 145 dollars worth of spirits last year and i've been busting through it when i went up there last year so it was either last yeah it was last year so road trip are you drinking it out of a mug a stein, it's so a stein is, it's a stein i apologize it's, stein, it's one of my steins from my mug club that i'm a part of up here in parts unknown so we have a local brewery up here so i got the mug club from it first sip of pumpkin the year so go, go ahead is you can have that and then i'll uh mine's in the can because that's what we still do in ridgeway we drink out of cans you bitch i was gonna drink out of the bottle but i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna put it in the sign today not bad not not a lot of spices going on here it's mostly just it's not bad this year i not the best batch i've had but ooh, ooh. i have as i open it it's from a uh, brewery about an hour away, 45 minutes to an hour away. It's called Logyard in Kane, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, a couple years now in the making. I didn't know what I wanted when I went to the beer store in the midst of all of this. So the stupid name got me. Then I actually, when I got it home, and bleh, I looked. It's It's very light. But it's called, I remember my first beer. <laughs> right i love that name on, on it says i remember my first beer you should re- remember wait let me i can't even read you should remember but do you remember your first log yard take a minute to think about how it tasted and where you were and how many more you had it is it's a pilsner 4.8 percent Never had this in my life. I've had log yard before, IPAs. This is just run of the mill, but the fucking name got me. I love that name. 
Um, a little bit Miller Lite. Uh, I get a little. They don't tell you what's in it. Oh, there's it's well, on the side, but eh. I was gonna say it's a little suspicious. Well, yeah, not even that much. It's on the side. It just says if you're pregnant, don't drink it. So I'm definitely not pregnant. Well, I feel like that's the number one rule of any alcohol. I'm sure you can look up your shit on logyard.com <laughs> or anything it, like that. Logyard, right? Yeah. Um, right. I get a little bit of citrus. I I get a. For us generic folk, uh, I get a Miller Lite eh, with some citrus in it. It's not bad, but, um, yeah, this would be a pounding beer, which, fuck, it's going to happen anyway tonight, so let's oh, go. Uh, I love pounding beers. I do have, I will say, I have a Pale Ale. I have Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and a Shandy in the fridge still, so I still have Summer Shandy in that going on. I have a couple lemonades left as well, so... I hope to rock through it. Yes, I know after the beginning, I shouldn't be drowning my sorrows, but hey, it's my goddamn podcast. It's our podcast, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> here, here. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, will I buy it again? Yeah, if I'm going on a little road. And they're 12 ounces, by the way. Oh, it did look, it looked like a 16, but yeah, I guess. No, Who it is a 16. Okay. You're right. Oh, it's, a 16? It, it, it's a 16. I'm an idiot. I'm a minor. So, yeah. Um, after the dismay and everything to beginning that, how has your week gone? My week has been pretty decent for the most part. I'm trying to think. I had something happen last night, but now I can't remember what it was, so it must not be important. But for the no, most part... Your shirt. My shirt. I was... Yeah, good call. I got my two FTR shirts. The hoodie will be ordered here, I think, soon. Uh, got to fight like an eight-year-old girl, so uh, love this shirt. Proceeds. It was the number one seller this week on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees from what I saw, so that was good. I got the Living Legends shirt. I could not pass that one up. I don't want to get a seven-star shirt because I feel like it'll be eight stars at some point this year, so I feel like it's going to get outdated pretty quick, so I'm going to back off that one. But uh, new shirts, you know, and... I'm meeting some more of the girlfriend's family this weekend, so we're going to be doing that. At probably, I think it's Sunday now, so it was Saturday, now it's going to be Sunday. So we're going to be doing that this weekend, and yeah, that's kind of where my week's been. Nothing too crazy. Uh, we're going to get some, definitely going to get some security cameras up at my mom's house. She's been having issues. Well, weird issues came up this past week, so we need to put some cameras up. So that'll be my week. People or skunks? Uh... More people, suspicious Book, questions being bookings, asked. Bookings. Yeah, bookings, yeah. Ugh. So that's where we're at. How about you? I know you talked about it a little bit, but how about your week? Uh, rough, but you know, uh, it's sub a subpar week. I, I can't say any more than I can't say par, but a subpar week of just thoughts and everything. Yeah. Um, looking forward to uh, today as you guys are listening to this. Um. Uh, I know you have Tickety Talk. Yeah, the Tickety Talk. My buddy bought, I don't know if you've seen them because I know everybody's TikTok is different, but he bought some of those pop darts. Did you see Oh, it? I have seen those, yeah. Yep. So some beers and some 
pop tarts, darts, or uh, yeah, pop tarts, <laughs> both. Maybe, maybe both. Yeah, both, that'll be good to mix. Are gonna go on tomorrow. All he, right. He said he's three and zero already. He's beaten his four year old daughter, his ten year old son, and his wife. No disrespect to his wife, but so he's like, I'm looking for some competition. So he went home after work tonight to continue to play. So he must think I'm fucking yes. Nolan Ryan or something. I don't know. Not that Nolan Ryan and darts go together, but. Now I'm just imagining you have this case of pop darts just in your house, just ready to get brushed off, clear that dust <laughs> off, pull it out, pull it out of mothballs and get it, get it out and ready to go. I only saw these about two weeks ago after he told me what they are. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, they look pretty cool. He's like, yeah, horseshoe uh, or cornhole or beanbag rules, da, 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 but it's darts. Now, I will tell you, back in the day, I have three um, cricket championships underneath my belt when I played darts. So, okay. But it's a di- right. it, you have to get it's the law. You have to get, get the, the law. Yeah, it it yeah. yeah, it's not just a fucking bullseye. So. Yeah, unless I tell him, "Hey, let's put the board straight up and down," I will crush him. But I, I want, I need details on this, how this goes down. Because right now, in my mind, since you said he beat his children and his wife, he's one and zero. In my mind, I feel like the kids are more. Yeah, he are exhibition games. Games, yeah, they're exhibition games. You're testing it out. The wife, I'll, I'll buy for a one and zero mark. So he's not. He's got one win under his belt. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, find, we'll find out tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> or today, as you guys are listening to it. Yeah. So be prepared I, for that story next week. I can't wait to hear that story. You did, this did remind me, I am putting, still building the cornhole boards and getting all the beer stickers I want around the outsides of them. So I'm working on the sides now, so hopefully I'll have the designs up and ready to go. You yeah. are throwing epoxy <laughs> on that then, right? Yeah, so I'll do, I'm going to do a clear coat of Mod Podge on the stickers on the side. On the top, it's going to be like an epoxy or polyurethane my brother-in-law used on his. So I still have to figure out the design for the top, but I feel like that's going to be pretty easy to figure out once I kind of get that. I'm not going to do a sticker or anything on top. It's going to be a paint job. So I might do like Tampa Buccaneers colors or something like that. So I thought it would be a big picture of me, but all right. I mean, if you want it to be a big picture of you, I'll flip it around so your mouth is the hole, and then we'll do it that way. Yes. <laughs> Yes, let's do that. Uh, other than that, um, I can tease a little bit without giving away. Um, we have a WWE Hall of Famer coming on the show uh, in about a month. To the shock and awe. Yeah, we won't tell you any more than that. So rack your rack your brain on who that is. Yeah, uh, I'm super, super excited for that. Hopefully, you change your life plans around to be part of that. I'm sure I'm working on my I'm working on it right now. So I'll let you know, Kimberly, uh, mom, sister, niece. <laughs> he needs to be part of this. <laughs> let him be. Let him be. If you have a family reunion that night, that is said day. Um, Sucks to be you. <laughs> I will say, I somehow got roped into letting the niece spend the night last night, so that was a unique twist and to my day yesterday. So she was coming over here anyways this week, 
uh, and she was getting signed up for her middle school today. They had a whole, they had to go do a meet and greet and all that stuff. So some, she texted me last night because I'm a sucker. She goes, can I spend the night? And I go, well, why do you want to spend the night? And she goes, I don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning. And I go, well, neither do I. (laughs) You're not an adult. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That little, so she came over, spent the night, had an air mattress in the living room and that she didn't wake up till nine 30 in the morning. You know what time I got up, Mark? 4.30. And it wasn't because of the dog. I had just woken up at 4.30, tried to go back to sleep. Then the dog pounced because she was like, oh, you're awake now. So let's get up and do stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I was particularly jealous of the niece today, and I was not too proud. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so. but I don't even think I see that late if I'm hungover. That's crazy. <laughs> I... I can't tell you the last time I stayed in bed till 9.30 and was asleep the whole time. Like, I've been yeah. there where I'm sick. I don't want to get up. That's fine. But That's no. I mean, different never, story. Exactly. I've never slept in that late. So this girl can sleep apparently through everything because I was banging shit, too. Not on purpose, but I was just banging shit around and slept right through it. Slept like a freaking log. So did, more did power she, to her. Did she go out after you guys went to bed last night? And, like the cornerstone or something? Apparently. You know, I took everything away. She went to bed at 10. She went to bed before I did. Still slept till 9.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. 12 hours of sleep. Good for her. Champ. Exactly. I'm jealous. But um, Another thing, uh, just to rewind real quick. Uh, drinks to who I wrote my senior broadcasting thesis about, uh, Vince Scully passed away. That, that kind of started the week, you know, off, uh, on the wrong track for me. I'm like, man. So I actually went back and I've never kept anything from my schooling in my life. I kept this one. I did because uh, clearly being a broadcasting guy, but you know, it meant something. So I had it put away. I dug it out and I read it again and tears were shed then. And I'm like, man, if I could have met him, because I never met him. Um, and just had him sign my thesis, which, hey, can, can, can you, you sign this? Can you, can you <laughs> sign this that I wrote about you? Um, Not read it, just sign it. Yeah, yeah don't read it. Uh, probably grammatically or I see, I don't even know the word, incorrect or whatever, but I, passed i passed well on that one i will quote about that but uh yeah all that and everything so that sucked uh overall though bounce back um you uh razor ramon said it best it's not how many times you fall down it's how many times you get back up exactly so i'm climbing uh wrestling hot takes for the week jenks as we switch over uh, i sent you a link to watch Ric Flair's last mm-hmm. match. Yeah. Um, I did see video of the undercard, this, that, and the other thing. Yes, call us out. Uh, I was a dick. I didn't pay for it, but I found it somewhere else. <laughs> um, I did see some of the, the undercard, like I said, videos and everything. Looked amazing. I then watched the Ric Flair match. And... After watching it, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is atrocious. 
But then, my I told you, this has been a week. My mom touched me and said, this dude's doing what he wants to at the age of fucking 73. Leave him alone. Yeah. He did put all he had into that. And he bled like Moxley or Nick Gage. Like, yeah. really. Is it a match that you remember him and Shawn Michaels for? Uh, no. Not at all. Yeah. But I'll give him props. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do it either. It, it was not it was not the uh, five-star classics that we've seen in the past. No. And he were close to that. I honestly was surprised he did as much as he did in the match. Yeah. Because I, we talked about it. I thought it was going to be at least 90% lethal and Andrade going back and forth. Maybe Jarrett thrown in there, sprinkled in there a little bit with flair bacon saves and that. But he was in there. He was fighting the fight, and he bled. I didn't expect the Ric Flair blood. We got the Ric Flair blood. Um, he nearly died at the end of it. He but, really you know, did. I was... I was being that guy. I'm like, well, his shoulders weren't up, so everybody lost in this one. But that was a different story for a different time. But, um, you know, I felt it was – you're exactly right, though. That's a great perspective to put on because this week I'd been sour. And I'm like, why did we have to do this? What was the point of doing this? But to your point, he's going out there and living his dream. He's doing what he wanted to do, and he wanted to do one more match from what happened in TNA – I think he wanted to go out on his own terms and he had the perfect tag partner with it, with his son-in-law. So he took advantage of it. And, you know, I think it was Brick Flair's last ride. It was what it was. Um, I don't think he'll be taking suplexes ever again or anything of that nature, but I give him props. I'll give him props for being 70 and 73 and doing that. He did all his shtick except the turnbuckle flip over yeah. and everything. I mean, he did everything, everything else. I didn't think we were going to get the front face bump. I didn't think we were going to get this, that. Or... Again, for 73, I, I'll i give him props. And I'll say a couple days later, a week later, it was impressive. It, I mean, like you said, he went out on his own. He, he did yeah. what he wanted to do. Yep. Did it. He found a way to do it because I guarantee you there's people in his ear saying for 10, 15 years or well, whenever the last TNA match was, don't you ever do that again. Don't you even think about it. Don't you, you're not going to get anywhere close to it. Every time he had that itch, he tried and somebody backed him down. But now he's got a son-in-law, trained professional wrestler, a fantastic one at that. You can do a tag match. Jay Lethal, I think, was a perfect opponent going back to TNA. Versus, I mean, that hilarious, iconic promo between the two of them back and forth. The woo-off. Uh, yeah. The woo-off. The woo-off. The shoes flying, everything. Space Mountain living again. It was It made sense. Everybody made sense to it and to a point. And... I, I still don't know how Jeff Jarrett got walked into this one. Nashville. Nice into was, any of it. It was nice. I don't know again. what he did. I don't know what deal he signed with a devil. Um, but he did it. He, coming down the ramp, it was heel one-on-one Jarrett, but it's not about Jarrett right now. It's about Ric Flair and what he did in that ring. So he had, I think he had probably the best match he could with the participants he wanted in it. It made sense. 
Um, despite the goofy promo beat up in the parking lot that I thought was a little odd and a little off, but you know, and he did it in front of a lot of legendary figures. I mean, you had Undertaker, you had Mick Foley. I didn't know Bret Hart was there. Not until the last second. Everybody else, yeah. Everybody else, Paige was a part. Paige, uh, DDP. Diamond Cutter, DDP, sorry. Yeah, hit the Diamond Cutter on Cardona earlier in the card. So he was there. Um, McCool and her kid. Well, and Undertaker's kid, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he did it in front of his close friends, and those said he really was wanted to do it in front of his peers and that. So, you know, props to Ric Flair. He did his final match. He did what he needed to do, and big props to him. When tickets went on sale, uh, I think they sold out in, like, less than an hour. And then the buy rates just trickled through. I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday, but um, for an independent show, it was one of the – Top five. I, I don't know. I want to say it was two, but I don't want to say two because I, I don't recall it real quick because of everything that went on. Um, but top five. It was definitely yeah. was, was top five. They're classifying it as indie show on pay per view or whatever. So it, it, we're talking about close to five hundred thousand dollars. I think that's that's crazy. That I it mean, is. it's unbelievable. I I bet you they could have packed a bigger venue. Than the auditorium, but again, that all has history. Da, 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 da. Yep. But honestly, I, I was shocked that it ended up in Nashville. I thought maybe um, Charlotte would have always been, or, or Greensboro, Greensboro, yeah, would have would have been his last match. But hey, what dude, he did it. So props to Flair. Yeah, I mean, get get it where you can. The auditorium, you're, the history was there. Everything lined up, and honestly, it kind of made sense that they did it the weekend of SummerSlam in the same city. It's almost like every indie show you see around WrestleMania, they're in Dallas. Yeah. You just go. So it made it made perfect sense. You know, the opportunity was there, so why not go for it? So let me pitch this to you again. Uh, last week we told everybody, we didn't tell everybody, but it was announced that WWE is in Philadelphia for WrestleMania 40. You know how I feel about pay-per-views and being at them, like yeah. big big pay-per-views. I don't care anymore. Right. I at least want to go to Philadelphia for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. For the indie shows and then Access, and then Access our ass back home to watch, <laughs> you know, WrestleMania 1 and 2. Um, I don't know. We got two years to think about this. But at some aspect during that week, because it's a week-long adventure, and Philly yeah. only being, for me, about six hours, uh, nine for you, roughly? Yeah, about Give or nah, take? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Pee breaks and everything. Yeah. Um, I, You're Googling it right now. You really I are. You're I, need to, I thought it was less than that. Actually, it's only six and a half for me, too. Oh. So, See? yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. you have something called an interstate in your backyard. I have to All drive an hour to an interstate. Well, that's fair. We jump on one interstate to uh, another interstate to get to Philly. Yeah. Do you really call me a dork? That, that's just rude. <laughs> All right, anyways. Um, it's some shape or form. I will be in Philly that week. Somehow. Yeah. I, I will. 
Um, I'd like to do access, but I know that's usually on a Saturday, and I would at least want to be home to watch WrestleMania. So, yeah. Yeah. I, so I think we already know who the Hall of Fame class will probably include, at least at some capacity. Can Crushers. ECW, can Crushers, ECW roots going on there. So there's definitely going to be a lot of ECW alum. I'm betting I will bet a 24-pack that Paul Heyman goes in at WrestleMania 40 unless something catastrophic happens. But So you're saying he's done in two years? I'm not saying he's done at all in two years. I'm saying he's going to go into the Hall of Fame in Philadelphia because that makes the most sense. This is so far-fetched, and I don't believe we're talking about this already. I know. Tommy Dreamer go in? I don't know if Dreamer goes in. I feel like there's probably at least one ECW alum, but I don't know who it would be. If it's not Dreamer... Taz isn't a Hall of Famer yet, but if he's in AEW, he's yeah. not going to go. Not that, no. Yeah, if he's in AEW, he's not going to go. I is it Sandman? Is it? I and and that is and being Dreamer sarcastic. That is being sarcastic, big time. I I don't think it's Sandman. I they, I don't with well, Kurt I mean, Angle they, fucking hates him. That's true. Well, it could be Sabu. It could be Dreamer oh, or Sabu. We're, it's, we're an idiot. It's, R, it's RVD. He went in. Is he in? I, I thought I RVD want... went in. Hold on. I thought he went in this year. Let me see. That's why I stopped it. I was going to say that, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's already in, I think. Is it Dean Douglas then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went in in 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, it, that would have been the no-brainer pick at that point. Would have been RVD, right? Yeah, I, I mean, be, there's others. I'm just gonna throw a name. You're not gonna get Little Guido. You're not gonna no. get New Jack. You're not gonna get. Oh, you're super, definitely not getting New Jack. <laughs> Supernova, <laughs> Francie. Super I mean, yeah, Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's just names that you're not going to get. I, yeah, I, I would think it has to be somebody from the crossover. Yeah, and I think it, Dreamer at least had a presence more than anybody else WWE, ECW wise. Well, it could be Dreamer, and they could put in Rhino at some capacity because they do have a good working relationship with Rhino. He worked with the company recently, so is, well, not that is, recently. Is Rhino really a Hall of Famer? I mean, is, I, I don't know. You know what? He was the first SmackDown Tag Team Champion. So there you go. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> but about, that's. Nope. You're not gonna put you can only be a first one time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Heath Slater goes in too, right? Heath Slater goes in. But anyways, we digressed off what my main point was. I kind of want – this was one of my 40 goals. It's there. I feel like if I don't go to at least night one of WrestleMania, I would – I completely agree with you with pay-per-views except for 2014. Royal Rumble in Pittsburgh, Cody Hetrick, you know exactly Bastard. what I'm talking about. Just forgetting me and leaving me behind in parts unknown Pennsylvania. But when we get, I feel like it's there. The Mecca, the grandfather, grandfather of them all. I would want to go to at least night one, then come back for night two. I agree with you with pay-per-views and that, but man, that if I'm there, I got to do it. Even I, if it's nosebleed, and even if I don't, I can't see a fucking thing in the stadium, and I'm cold as shit, and, and then it's raining. And you're watching the Jumbotron? And I'm watching the Jumbotron. <laughs> I was at fucking WrestleMania. So, 
I agree. Just to, like, I don't have the, the four-do bucket. I, I do want to start something, though. Now, uh, let me digress here in a minute. Um, I agree. I do need to cross it off and say, again, I would go to WrestleMania. I would go to Backlash. I, I would go to the, these pay-per-views just because they're essentially hometown-ish. Um, they could have Royal Rumble in parts unknown, I will not go to a Royal Rumble pay-per-view. You won't go to a Rumble? No. Why? Too much happens. Too, it's my favorite one. You guys have all heard this for years. Yeah. It's my favorite one. Shit happens there that I know you can see it on the big screen, but then if I'm just watching that on the big screen, Why am I, I, I have a shorter line to my bathroom, my beers are cheaper, this, that, and the others. I will never... In my life, unless I'm working for the company, um, go to a Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Unless the $1.25 billion is attached or something as well. <laughs> but That's fair. if I have to pay for a ticket to go to a Rumble, and I know I'm kind of backing more and more out of this, but yeah, if it's just Mark going to a Royal Rumble, I like my studio to watch Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. The Royal Rumble... Yeah, nothing beats being home, watching Rumble, flipping out. Yeah. Yeah. I think back in 2014, I was a younger lad, lad back then. I, I be, definitely wanted to go. I would have went. Win. Yeah, if Cody would have contacted me. But, yeah. no. Nope. You know, he just had to have it all to himself, and that's fine. And that's perfectly fine, Cody Hedrick. You can you can have that to yourself. but uh, I hope you had a miserable time. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he got pretty shit-faced during that whole time. Good for him. I think if I remember, and he can correct me in text message after this when he hears it. I think they pre-gamed in the middle of Pittsburgh in the middle of January. So you can imagine how fucking cold that is out in the parking lot. So props. I, I probably props to him. Probably I probably wouldn't want to freeze my ass off. I also have extra insulation. So <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, you guys have a podcast. It's called the 40 year dash. It's about yep. your 40 goals that you want to do your goals, essentially, because they change every so often, but you right. have goals that you want to complete by the time you're at the age of 40. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm adding right now, actually I'm 45, right? 77. 20, yeah. I'm 45. 45. I think I am going to do. The the month, month and a half before my 46th birthday, I'm going to attempt to do 46 things, one a day. Mm, okay. F- from figure out the math, um, birthday March 15th, figure that out. 46 days before then, I want to do something a day. So I have, I don't know, let's... Again, rough math. I have about four months to come up with this list before yeah. I have to take action. Um, you guys have done some of that. Uh, the spark of what's going on this week has done some of that. And I'm not saying I'm jumping out of a fucking airplane or anything like that. Well, why not? <laughs> but it might, it, it might be – it just might be take a weekend and drive to Idaho. To get a potato and drive back. Kind of like a peace and quiet. Just do a, just a, like, 
home as I'm pushing my fingers together type of deal thing or, you know, just shit like that. Yeah. Grab the sun. And if he wants to go to, again, this is all has to happen. Each goal. I mean, I could be on the road and complete goals as well, but if the sun wants to go to Marietta, Georgia, fuck. Now I'm going to Idaho and Marietta, Georgia in 46 days. So those aren't happening, but you understand what I'm saying. Yep, I get it. I that'd be awesome to do that. Just count it down like that. Say, and it can be even small things. It, it, small things you ever wanted to do to get there and have big things on the weekend. Right. Cut your grass. <laughs> cut in the middle of fucking February. Cut your fucking grass. <laughs> you can see the ground, but you know, I mean, it it makes sense, and that's kind of where we were at. Was like, let's do some, let's do forty things and get them done. So we feel like we accomplished something. Yeah. By the time we turn 40 and not just, we're just a slave to the grind at that point. Walk a cat. So one walk of a cat. Walk a fucking cat. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to say real quick, Mark, we've got the biggest piece of news this week. But I was saving it. I knew you'd bring it up. Go ahead. No, wait. No, which news do you think I was talking about? I'm talking personal wise. Oh. Yeah. The, it has begun, ladies and gentlemen. KFAB is alive and well and lives rent-free in my girlfriend's head. <laughs> so, I, I honestly, I didn't have anything. I didn't know what you were talking about. Wednesday afternoon, I got a text that reads, in quote, I just read online Ronda Rousey got suspended. Did you see the match she got in trouble for? To say this warmed my heart. <laughs> You sent Cody and I a text prior to you replying to her, didn't you? I did. I did. As soon as I received (laughs) that, I screenshotted it and sent it to Cody and Mark saying, I just got this text. I feel she's hooked now. And she bit in hook, line, and sinker. I, I answered back and I said, yeah, it was really crazy. It was after the match. She attacked everyone. You know, she attacked her opponent and then she attacked the ref. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she would do that. And I'm like, yeah, it was crazy. So we are we are hook, line, and sinker in KFAB Ocean, and it's wonderful. Did she go on to read? And I'm not speaking ill of you, Kimberly, if you do end up listening to this. Did she go on to read that it's a story then? And I can say yeah. that because I know she's probably not going to listen. But it- so, here, so here's the thing. I think she caught it. Because I saw it pop up on my Facebook. Unlike I think TMZ. When you guys mentioned it, it TMZ like would TMZ, cover something, yeah. It was like TMZ or People. So I feel like it popped up on her Facebook feed or some sort of internet news browser that said it without giving the context of it. This is a story. So no, all she knows is that Rhonda's been indefinitely suspended because she's attacked a referee. Yeah. Yeah, so because she's not, she's not following ringside, and shout out to all these guys, not, ringside yeah. news or SAP yeah. or Alvarez or Lagana or none of those guys. Is, yeah. None. No, no. She has no idea those people exist right now. <laughs> right. We so, are the epicenter of wrestling for her. Exactly. Which might be scary in its own right for that, but yeah. So. <laughs> nice. It's fantastic. So we might end up watching that this weekend. We'll see what happens. Just so. Oh, you're going to show her the match? I feel like I should you show have her to. the match. I, I did send her the Brock and Roman uh, tractor lifting the ring without context on Sunday morning. She's like, what the fuck are you watching? 
And I go, this is what happened on wrestling last night that we could have watched. And she just died laughing. She's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, you know, a ring got flipped. So are you going to try, we're going to get to raw and dynamite folks. Yeah. Don't forget. We record on Friday nights now. So, uh, SmackDown and rampage come first next week. We'll get there, get new to our, get used to our new setup. We drink now heavily. <laughs> so get used to it. Um, are you going to get her to watch All Out? I would love to. I believe it does. It falls over Labor Day weekend, so yeah. I think I pull it off. Yeah, it's a Sunday. Sons so of bitches. The only, here's the problem. I have to do it at her place because she's not staying at mine. Uh, she has no one to watch the dogs. We're still trying to get them acclimated to each other, so we're still trying to play that game. But if she was staying at mine, I'd be able to buy it, and she really wouldn't have a choice. So I kind of have to butter up a little bit or just watch it by myself Sunday night. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, folks. So we're going to start a GoFundMe to send to Kimberly's mom and dad or her house so we can get this pay-per-view for Jenks so we can have somebody come on and talk. I I need this. I feel like, to be honest. You don't need this. Well, no, no. She needs this. She does need this. I felt like the past couple weeks on AEW, she could get very acclimated with the product and enjoy it a lot more than what she's seeing in WWE. I mean, I think she'd be drawn to a lot of things going on. So I think it's a possibility. And it we'll can get, happen. And we'll get to them. All we'll right. get there. We're going to Raw here in a minute, but let's do the stupid dirty work that we always have to do, and it's getting later and later in the show. But uh, this is where it's coming this week. Caller now, but hats, hoodies, tees, all the cool stuff that Al still has. If you haven't checked them out, they are releasing essentially a new shirt for a week for like the next couple weeks. Um, check them out. Uh, my brain fried earlier today with the beginning of the show, so I don't remember, and it's not in my notes, but check out the shirts. They're really cool. Uh, when you use the promo code, it's Can Crushers, all one word, capital C and Can, capital C and Crushers. You'll save 10%, and that's awesome. We are, Jenks, where the hell are we anymore? We're on birds that fly we're, against the law. <laughs> KFAB is alive. Elvis lives. Um, farmers only. Aliens above us. You know, we're, we're all over. The, we're very multifaceted, very multi-talented. We're everywhere. Along with the normal ones like Spotify, iHeart, this, that, and the other. Any place that you're listening to a podcast, we're there. Also, check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter is barely used, so if you want to check it out, cool. But if you don't, eh. Uh, they're all at GanCrusher69. Guys, pleading, loving, asking you, um, if you listen to the show, do something really cool this week. If you don't like doing the, the five-star rating or anything like that, share the show one week. Just for shits and grins. Because... Uh, you have different friends than I do. We're all yeah. one big nation. They all have wrestling. They say, hey, listen to these idiots. They talk about wrestling. Yeah. That's cool. And they do it drunkenly. <laughs> listen to them. Yeah. I remember my first beer. I remember my, <laughs> remember my first pumpkin. So, By the way, I love pumpkin. I just, the girl at the beer store was like, hey, we got this new uh, pumpkin beer from Logyard. I was going Logyard the whole week. Yeah. Because they're local, and I just wanted to try some of their new stuff. Hey, the the 
the Oktoberfest is essentially she called it. I don't know if it's called an Oktoberfest, but but she's like, they just released that. I'm like, it's too early. It's it's August fifth as of recording. I'm like, right. I, I am that guy right now. September first, I'm knocking. I'm like Michael uh, from the Office. Damn it, Michael Scott. Michael Scott anyway. knocking kids and old ladies down, <laughs> getting my pumpkin beer. Uh, we're going to need a video of that. A deal. A deal. deal. All right. That Good. and the Pop-Tarts tomorrow. Yeah. Did you know they make – so there's a brewing company. I'll have to get it during our break because I got a can that makes a Pop-Heart uh, – not Pop-Hops, which is basically – it does a Pop-Tart label, but it uses like – Hops and all that stuff in it. It's really beautiful can. I'll show it to you while we're on break. I'll go get it. But it's uh, very nice. I can't remember who does it, but yeah. We're going to learn about it as soon as you guys hear from Al Snow because I'm out of this first one. Uh, Al Snow and I, whoever I pick this week to bring us back. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Hey everyone, you're listening to Can Crushers Podcast with big time Bill Collier. Give it a try, give it a listen, you won't be sorry. Cockles, back! Alright, we we figured we had to bring it back after... I don't Debbie Downer had, started the show. Not cool. Debbie Downer. Plus, we had a couple beverages. Yeah, now, Bart's back on his second one of that. I've cracked into the second 8% beer that I have in the fridge, so, yeehaw. Note, um, may not get a sponsor from Logyard by saying this. <laughs> After one, the last sip, and I know... People are going to come at me. Last sips are rough. Da, 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 da. Ah, I left a little bit that I didn't desire. But I'm going to finish this four-pack because I don't waste beer. You don't, you're not a quitter. Not, Good job. Not a quitter. Not but, a quitter. Uh, to get the, get us a sponsorship from Southern Tier, Warlock is fantastic. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a nice, smooth, nice smooth beer. Uh, just saying. Guys, uh, Southern Tier, shout out to 2009 and 2010 when <laughs> I drank fucking Finn and Matt's by the gallon, gallon after every uh, Seawolf game. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 S- still, I, I will wave this flag. Uh, I'm a huge Yingling fan and a huge Sam Adams and Guinness every once in a while. Finn and Matt just has something in my heart. Fuck it hits it. different. Yeah. It hits. So mend, mend your fight, boys, and bring that back. <laughs> so let's uh, let's also set the stage. I get called the leader of everyone drinking craft beer 
and Cody Mucci, I'm putting this back on Mark Martinez and saying you're the one that got me hooked because I didn't have Finn and Matt. I did have Finn and Matt, but my first craft beer I've ever had was Purple Haze. After the Jimi Hendrix song, it's fantastic. So that has a near dear in my heart. But I always link it back to Mark Martinez and his us going out and just getting completely obliterated <laughs> after games. Since Slug Hairs was right up the road from yeah. our parts unknown sea wolfies. But yeah, that man, I I know you shouldn't live in the past and memories are memories and you hold them in your heart and stuff like that. If I could reverse. You know, rewind to one year to live over in my life. And this is going to sound like I'm a horrible human <laughs> being because my son was born in 2006 and married in 2017. Da, 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 da. I would go back to me and Brian Adams are singing about summer of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> summer of 2010 was a good year. It was fantastic. Always right in the world. We were at our own little oasis <sighs> in the ballpark. Unbelievable. Nothing was nothing. There was no problems in the world in 2010. Not being a dick, we ran that city in that year. We did. We ran it. Balls deep, rolling like Alberto Del Rio. Do you think we would have got them convinced? Well, let's even not going down the Seawolf path or anything. Do you think we would have anyone else would have convinced them but us to put a poor intern through eating a whole garbage bag full of popcorn in one sitting? No. No. Not at all. And betting on it. And betting on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is why we don't have jobs in baseball either. Because Yeah, probably probably why, but Yeah. It hey. was a good it was a good summer. We had a lot of fun. I will always cherish twenty ten Sea Wolves. Twenty eleven Sea Wolves. A little bit rougher for the front office staff because <laughs> of people in charge of me. But we still had a lot of good times as we bonded over that too. But yeah. I will live in the past because it was just fun as hell. We didn't eat right. We drank. <laughs> we drank heavily. I mean, it was uh, shout out to places that I, I don't remember if they exist anymore. Mister, if it was grease, we ate it to soak up. And I know grease doesn't soak up shit, but that's that was our mentality. Um, we ate garbage. It was so nice when people catered. The yeah. the press box because some yeah, vegetables, <laughs> <laughs> some starch, some starch. What Mister Subby's still here? Well, it's under Stevo's brand name now, but Mister Subby's still here. Cornerstone, where we got three dollar pictures. Yes, pictures of Jack and Coke, Captain and Coke, playing yeah. Jenga and having people pissed off about it. Shout out to Johnny uh, Fancy Graphics. Three weeks of people ripping their shirt off. One of the weeks included Mark singing Hulk Hogan's theme song for Johnny JFG to tear his shirt off too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good lord. As we had sling. There we go. Yeah, I don't know if I could. And I was, I was always called Grandpa or whatever. And it's twelve years ago. I would die. If I would do one week of that again, <clears throat> I could do a weekend. I know I could because I have recently. But if it was <clears throat> the weekend, the the 10-day road trips, I'll put it this way. We'll get back to wrestling. It's yeah. it, it's a mook point on wrestling this week. It's loving 
alcohol. Ten day road trips were horrendous. Mm. I'm not saying you guys didn't have anything to do right. because we're we're too different. You know, I'm communications, yeah. you're operations. Right. I had to do game notes and send them back to Trenton or Bowie or wherever. So yeah, I was up early. And we were all in office playing fucking Sporkle. <laughs> Bubble lo- popper. Yeah, as long as I had game notes sent back by noon, I was okay. There's days that I only sent those at like 11.58 because, oh, at least There's I didn't make days. out with randos on St. Patrick's Day. That's fair. Neither did I. So, <laughs> at- Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did, actually. That that got suppressed in my mind until yeah. this point, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I got sent home from the friend. office because uh, he <laughs> that, came to work in the up. same clothes. We lost him. Yeah, well, that's right. You guys lost him. Because I think I left early or something. I don't know. Because I don't remember losing him, but I remember him coming in for the same clothes. I, the famous incident with Spence that came up recently was when he dressed up and pretended to be our lovely mascot, Sea Wolfie, and he signed children's foreheads on a school day with Sharpies. That was, uh, that was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> epic. That was very epic. Yeah. GM didn't like that. No, we had a policy put it into place the next day for that one. Yeah. Some of us didn't know it happened until that meeting. <laughs> I, I, I found out 10 minutes after it happened, and I was losing my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob Turner and Casey Crosby. If yeah, right? <laughs> Poor guys. All right. Uh, Monday Night Raw. We're going to go with the WWE first, and then uh, we'll trickle back around. So Raw, first hour, no commercials. It was... Good. Yeah, it was really good. Then it wasn't. <laughs> Once the commercials, not that they added more commercials, they just gave you everything in that first hour. Yeah. They gave us a lot. I mean, we got the triple threat match with AJ, Mustafa Ali, The Miz, with that spectacular ending to it, by the way. I cannot stress this enough. I've been flipping over it and watching the clip for days of the 450 into the Styles Clash. But then you got Rollins and Ford. We didn't get the heel turn that we thought we would get. No. But we got Rollins and Ford. I guess Ford turned on him a little bit by throwing the microphone at him during Paper Rock Scissors, but we we won't go there. But Wait, did you just God. call it Paper Rock Scissors? Paper Rock Scissors. Isn't it Rock yeah. Paper Scissors? Si- we call it Rock Paper Scissors. It's probably Rock Paper Scissors, but I said Paper <laughs> Rock Scissors because that's the way my mind aligned them. 8.0 to 4.2. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, this isn't 2.0 over here, okay? We got this. Uh, but, yeah, but still, that was a fantastic match. But you're right. After that first hour, it kind of started going downhill, losing a little bit of traction. Nothing against Champa, Gable, Ziggler. They still had a good yeah. good triple threat match. It wasn't as great as the one before it. But, yeah, it kind of went downhill after that because you kind of knew what was going to happen. Except for the AJ Champa match, you did you knew what was going to happen for the majority of Raw. Yeah, well, as soon as 
And we'll start in a minute of yeah. breaking everything down. But as soon as both triple threat matches were announced, I knew the finals. I knew the finals. It was it was obvious because they had already had a, a program yeah. together, basically going. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Raw starts with Big Time Bex coming to the ring in a sling. As we announced last week, I said I think she's really hurt. Yeah. We find out she's really hurt. She announces the separation and the separation of reality. Yeah. And if you don't understand where this is going when she comes back, and I don't, how long is a separated shoulder? Is Bex, do we need Bex until Rumble? I don't think we do. Uh, I agree with you. It hurts me to say that, but I don't think we do because what's been hinted at is something we've wanted for a long time, I think. At least I have. And this could lead to something that we've suspected down the line. The man's coming back, and the man's going to go after Ronda Rousey. The title's getting by the time Rumble comes around and or WrestleMania, Ronda's going to have the title. She's not suspended eight months. No, there's no way. Right. So... That's going to happen. I will. What did you bet earlier? I will bet one of these beers. I will keep the I, last. I think I bet a twenty-four. I bet a case. Okay. Yeah. You'll lose on this bet, but I will still bet the last beer that I have in the fridge if I remember my first beer, or I'll just buy you one. If I lose that bet. I'm fine with that. By the way, it's going to be Bex and Rhonda at WrestleMania. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah. As the man. Yep. With her getting a title back. Yeah. So there. Boom. Done. Mania's done. Yeah. Done. Who's going to have the raw... T- uh, well, we'll stay with Bex. Um, yeah. I liked all of this. I-, I liked... I got your back. I'll see ya. Did She said to Bianca, we'll set this shit up later. These are all words that Bianca and Bex didn't say, but we're putting it in the can crusher terms, so you can understand it. Then we get uh, my favorite faction right now in WWE coming out. Hey, yeah. I, I apparently control is what we're calling them. I don't know if I like the name, but control's been hinted a lot. This, that, and the other. Wow, it's it's Team Bailey. Yeah. Who's losing it? Who? I mean, who's winning? Is Bailey getting it? I feel like Bailey has to get it because I feel like Dakota and EO, they're well known, but they're not Bailey known. Yeah. I think Bailey gets it. This is a year in the coming. It's, it's burning just for Bailey to dethrone Bianca. Let's put it that way. It's, go ahead. You I, can say what you want, but I, I, I wouldn't see being, be mad though if it's Dakota. I, I'm going to, no. I'll get haters. Not for I me. I, no, I, by me saying I don't think EO is there yet. I mean, she's amazing. Don't get me wrong. She's the the, yeah. the night flyer right. or whatever, the sky princess. Yes, she's amazing. I, I, I may want a quick swap and swap first with Dakota getting it. 
I don't know, at whatever pay-per-view or streaming live event. And then the next one, she loses it back. And then Bailey's like, I'm effing done with all of this. It's my, my turn. Like this, this could be, this could carry us to the pay-per-view before Rumble. Yeah. It could. I think, in my mind, I would not hate if Dakota got it. I think EO would be a shock and a kick in the stomach. I, but it just, to me, feels like it's a Bailey. It's Bailey at this point. I, I agree. But, no, I, yeah. I do agree with you, though. If Dakota gets it, rock on. Let's do it. I don't, I just don't see him flipping the title twice I, as a transitional, unless they really want to go for that shock value. And what a, I think that's more of a shot than it is a shock value in sense because you release Dakota Kai at the beginning of this year, you bring Crips brings her back and just gives her the world the woman's title for even if it's two weeks. That's a shot. I'm sorry, there's nothing around that that's telling me that's not a shot at what happened. You guys fucked up, basically, is what they're saying, which I agree with 100%. It. I want to stick and stay here for a minute since you brought up trips. Yeah. He's separating himself from Vince a hundred percent. Oh yeah. And I'm going to be devil's advocate as I always am. Does, does this, and we'll never know this. It, will this cause a riff? Do you think between him and Vince saying, Hey, you fucked up by Dakota. You fucked up because we also have a question you have to answer. And we'll get to Cody's question right after yeah. we cover Raw. Um, sorry we didn't start the show with it like we said we were going to, but shit happens. Um, right. These are all sh- – like Triple H is taking shots at Vince. Yeah. Michael Cole is taking shots at Vince. Is this going to cause – I'm not saying a divorce, or, but Thanksgiving, are they cutting the gobbledygooker up together and eating it? Uh, it's not willingly, but at the same time, I feel like they've been doing this for years. They've been arguing about Dakota Kai, EO, anybody under the God for seconds, anybody that's been released, they've been arguing about for years upon years. So to me, this is more of Triple H saying, to your point, I'm in charge now and I'm definitely taking... I'm taking back and putting into place what I thought would be our future and what I thought would be the success for WWE. Yeah. It could be that they're going to have a very tenuous or a very tenuous uh, holiday season coming about, but at the same time, maybe Vince just doesn't care anymore. I don't know. Doesn't give a shit. Who knows? I mean, I've seen things this week where people are speculating Oh, Trip Vince is still involved to a degree because he's there, you know, because it's WWE. He's still involved in some degree. Is he though? Triple H is allowing them to say wrestling again wrestling and wrestlers. Again. Yeah. That just came out. Vince isn't a part of this anymore. No. Whether you anybody wants to believe it or not, Vince is not a part of this anymore. He might have shares in it. And he might end up maybe being on the board of directors because he has majority shares. He doesn't have a say in this company anymore. No. Or how it goes creatively. And I think that's the biggest difference here is now we're 
the creative freedom's there, and I think you've seen it earlier this week. People can do more of it what they want instead of having a very scripted, very written out promo. They can take it to where they want to take it and get as long as they hit the points. They're given creative freedom. It's a better working environment. We're going to see a more, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but it's the best way I can put it right now, a more AEW-esque type show in Raw, SmackDown, and WWE because their creative freedom is going to be there for those professional wrestlers. Because let's face it, Trips does not care about your trademarks, does not care about owning names. He just cares about delivering a wrestling product, which is what the wrestling fans have wanted for years. Yeah. Could it be a very big shot in the arm for Steph, Tony Khan, Triple H going forward with the shareholders and all that? Yeah, they have a whole different ball game, whole different animal to deal with with being publicly traded. But at the end of the day, your company's premise was, is, and has always been professional forever. wrestling. <laughs> forever. Then, now, and forever. It's professional wrestling. No matter what you call it, it's still professional wrestling. So I think at this point, Triple H couldn't care less if he cuts turkey with Vince McMahon at Thanksgiving, especially after he took NXT and turned it into what he turned it into. I, so, yeah, that's that's my thought. I, I'm waving your flag, dude. I'm wave. I just called you, dude. I'm dude. waving your flag. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Dude>, no. <laughs> um, next up, we get a promo about the U.S. title. Uh, we're going to get the, the matches, and we'll talk about the matches now uh, then. I love this promo. Mark, I nearly fell in love with WWE all over again. I, I know! They were mentioning the past, the present. They skipped theory, though, which I thought was hilarious. But they were mentioning everybody that's held the title. It, there's prestige yeah. coming back to the title, and I'm more excited for tonight because hopefully we get an intercontinental one where we say, oh, the Intercontinental title, here's the prestige of that. And if that happens, oh, my. Yeah, now let's do it for the tag titles. Let's, let's do it for the tag titles next week. Let's strike force and, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, AJ covered both uh, triple threats and then essentially yeah. who the number one contender is. AJ takes on Ali and Miz. I love I'll put it this way. Get ready for hate if you want to come at me. I'm already hating. No, I'm just kidding. This was probably one of my favorite recent WWE matches. I agree. I, I completely agree. I, you have three, and I know we're not in the business, but you have three workers that are... Uh, it, fuck, it popped in my head, so I have to use it. Phenomenal. <laughs> and what they do, they let them shine. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm not a fan of Ali because I still have the stig, the the whole, I was going to say stigmatism, that's in my eye. The whole retribution thing still there for Ali. Mm -hmm. But it wiped a little bit away that Ali is Ali. He can do something. Yeah. Miz is always, hate him or love him or whatever. First ballot Hall of Famer. Not that there's, you know, whatever. AJ, yeah. AJ as well. Um, this was a good fucking match. It is. And you're someone that doesn't like triple threats. 
right? Exactly. And this was a very good match. And honestly, if you have hate towards Miz right now, I don't know why you still have hate towards Miz. I feel like we need to, you need to reevaluate things because your life, reevaluate everything because the Miz is a talented performer. Whether you like it or not, he can put on some stellar matches and he held his own with two athletically gifted. I'm not saying he's not, but he doesn't fly around or do what AJ Styles and that's not his stick. And all we do, it's not his stick. His stick is to be a pain in your ass. And that's what he does the best. He's a heel and he's a pain in your ass. So he does that well. Ollie, for me, you know, I know Retribution killed him for you, but for me, he's still good. I always knew how good he was, and I know you know how, you recognize how good, but it puts that stink on there with that Retribution yeah. thing. I still think they could have did a lot more with that, and I think if hindsight twenty twenty, if Crips was in charge, they could have did a lot with that. We'd still be talking about Retribution being a great group today. Give me the hate for that if you want, but just keep their names. Uh, maybe Mia Yim would have been amazing. Yeah, Mia Yim would have been amazing. Dijakovic would have been just call him Dijakovic. That would have been amazing. Right. I I can't. It was it Madden was Mace. Is he Dio Madden? Yeah. Was that what it was? Maybe change his name because he can't be after John Madden. Right. But we'll talk about that. But but again, this was three talented workers putting on an engaging match and. Everybody was in the ring at the same time for the most part throughout this match. It wasn't like somebody was taking a nap on the outside. Exactly. No, everybody was participating. They were involved. As soon as one move happened, the other guy was coming in. It was, it was chaos. That's exactly what it should be in a triple threat match. So they did an excellent job. And this being the first match to kick off the new era set the line of saying, this is exactly what to expect as we go forward. I, and I loved it. Fast forward to the next match. You get Ziggler, Champa, and Gable. Um, writing was on the wall, as we said. Yeah. I just wanted to know how they were going to get there. I will always wave Kent State and Jason Vaughn, so I like Ziggler just because of that. Um, no, I, I always love Ziggler, even when he was in the Spirit yeah. Squad. Um, but I knew it was going to be Champa's win. I just hope Ziggler, I think he's got other things with Theory going forward. I don't know if Theory is going to be the one to catch that in anymore. That's interesting. Now, who do you think it would be, though? Ziggler. You think it's Ziggler? I think that at some point, something, yeah. So they're going to pull. There's money in Ziggler. There's money. In, there's money in Austin as well. I agree. I. I mean, he's there. He's got a longer shelf life though than Ziggler at this point. There's always been money in Ziggler. Yeah, they just never utilized them. And I point directly back. I think it was 2013. 2013 when he cashed in money in the bank. 2012. Sorry, 2012 when he cashed in money in the bank. The pop. Everybody bought into Ziggler, but because he got injured right after that, and it was a concussion, they completely shut it down, and that was it for Ziggler. From then, for From the last then, eight years, he's been hovering. The biggest, the biggest highlight he's had, were two highlights, you could call the Intercontinental Title Championship match with Miz. That series was good entertainment. 
and when he won the Survivor Series match in 2014. Those were his two big moments. Outside of that, he's there's been nothing for Ziggler. So they've completely missed what Ziggler is and how he can be. So I, I would agree with you. I'd love to see that run. Is it a long run? Is it a just a quick short? But then again, you're getting into the gray area of where we saw Miz take it off of Otis, which we knew it had to come off of Otis yeah. back in 2020. Two year, about two years removed from it. How do you do that? How do you remove it from theory? In that aspect, what is, is it a faux pas injury? The K-Fab injury? Is it Ziggler steals it? I don't know. It just feels I, like Ziggler it's happening stealing it would be amazing. That would be amazing. Steals it and just says cashes in and I don't know, maybe there's a new ref that doesn't know who didn't watch Money in the Bank to see Theory when had stupid theories well, like this would but, be awesome. It would be awesome. You could even go with the route of Theory's so immature, he forgot to sign the damn contract. And Ziggler discovers this, and he's like, oh, it's mine now, so I'm going to sign it and run with it. The vet the vet oversteps the youngin. It could happen. I think Theory's at a point. Theory is going to be the future of the company at some capacity. Agreed. But I think he's a couple years removed from that. I I see him being in the position of where John Cena was starting rapping at back in 2002, late 2002 into 2003. I see him there. I'm not saying he's John Cena, but I see him just being in that aspect. He's got a couple more years, and then Theory's in the prime of his life, and he's going to rule WWE I agree. from that point forward. Because he's super talented. Very talented. He is. Um... A lot happens. Becky in the training room. The control says yeah. they're targeting people. The Usos walk by. Like there's no commercial, so a lot has just really happened. Um, oh, we didn't talk about uh, AJ winning. Oh, Champa winning. Champa winning. Yeah, Champa. We, we didn't. We just kind of went off on tangent on Ziggler, yeah. but Champa wins. Uh, he's going to get Lashley next week. Do you think he has a theoretical shot to win it? I think it would be spectacular if he does. Nothing against Bob, but if we're heading towards maybe splitting this up or Bob or Drew, I mean, Bob or Drew facing off because Drew now has a title or something. You know, I don't want to give way too many of my Clash of Grayskull theories away yet, but I think it's a, I think it's the right thing to get the title off Bob, even though he just won it again two months ago. I think it says this is a new era. Bob should be going after a main title. Not that the uh, yeah. they're trying to get the prestige back. Champa. Is loved. People love Champa. They, you talked last week about the new Goldie. Yeah. Maybe the U.S. title is the new Goldie. Yeah. For now, yeah. Maybe not first match. This is going to trickle over. Like I think he gets a match at Castle Grayskull as well, and maybe that's where Champa wins it. See, I think Champa could win it next week. I think we're going to see the trickle effect, and I think at some point we're going to start seeing titles fall off of Roman. 
And that's where Bob and Drew can step up. Because I think they're going to end up being the cornerstones of their respective brands here in the near future. Because I think Roman's going to take some time off. I mean, nothing against him, but 700 days as champ. He's been taking time off. He's going to be part-timing. I think Drew's going to take at least one of the titles or some. however they're going to work this at Castle Grayskull. At some point, I think Drew's take, I without giving too much away, but I'm going to give it away anyways, I firmly believe Drew's taking that title. I do, too. At Castle Grayskull. So I think we're going to see how that gets split up during the, the whole season premieres and the drafts that are going to come up after that. Uh, I think Champa gets this. I also kind of don't want him to get this, and I want the Miz to turn on him because it's in Cleveland next week, and there's a free agent out there that's from Cleveland that could make a run at the tag titles with Tampa, and he might be uh, Johnny Wrestling, if you will. So, is this something you did in your own mind? It it was in my own mind as soon as I heard it was in Cleveland next week. The think of it as the strings on a whiteboard. You like connect the dots and all that, and you got yarn running all over the place. This is what I did. You did it so yourself. I did, it went through my mind in my own right. It's perfect. You get Champa, you get DIY back together. They can make a run at the Usos. I really think we're gonna start seeing champions fall in the next couple of months under Triple H. Not as a shot to the old regime, but as a saying. It's time for fresh blood, and it's time for new blood to get in here and own these divisions. Are Bob and Drew the freshest, youngest talent they have? No, but they can build up to somebody dethroning them. So I think they're perfect where they're at now. I think we just start seeing the things trickle down here. Does Campo, what happens? I don't know how everything plays out, but I do think we're going to see Johnny Gargano next week in WWE. I agree. Um, without having the question asked yet, and we'll ask it formally here yeah. shortly, um, we're giving away our answer to right. a lot of what the question is. Um, so we do get Rollins come out. He's talking about Riddle. The Prophets come out. Da 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 da. Oh. All right. So we had just watched AJ and Ali and Miz. And you know how much I love the Street Profits. But I do wave the flag of Montez Ford. I do. Yeah. We both said that he's going to be something stellar. I thought this was possibly going to be the breakup. Da, 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 da. Rollins wins. And I'm all right with Rollins winning. Because I think it's still leading to Montez being that next guy. Maybe not yeah. huge, but he's going to be one of... That next guys, um, this was fun. This was fun. This was a fun match. Yeah, it really was fun. I loved everything about this. And again, we talked about AEW doing things where we're seeing matches we didn't think we wanted to see, but we actually saw them. Like with Dax over the summer, this was a match I didn't even think about, but I would want to see more and again. More. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. This was fantastic and again it's a breath of fresh air into the entire company this was fantastic um montez held his own whether you want to think so or not montez held his own 
he just got beat by Rollins because Rollins is more experienced than that. And I know, and I understand that this is more of a, I would say, holdover until Rollins and Riddle at Castle Grayskull. But this was a fantastic match for what it was. Oscar and Bliss. I would watch this match again if we got a finish. Yeah. But with the interactions earlier, da 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 da. I don't know if it needed to go as long as it did because I thought we were actually going to get a finish. Right. Well, yeah, because they let it go for so long that it seemed like somebody was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I understand there's time. You have to do this through that. But why not give one of these ladies a win? Either one would have been fine. Uh, either one. Yeah. I would have preferred Bliss. Da, 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 da. But I mean, we're... I don't know, eight, nine minutes deep through a commercial, da 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 and then Team Bailey comes out and beats both of their asses. Now, I'm not saying I hated that. I just think that was long. That's all. Right. No, I completely agree with you. If you're going to do it, don't go to commercial with it, right? Yeah. Just kind of end it and be done with it. Although, I think that also sets up the stigma that we've all come to know and love of tag team matches where... I was surprised this didn't turn into a six-woman tag. Yes. To be honest. But, hey, new year, new era, so we're not going to do it. Yeah. We're we're getting, we're going to get, I think, a tag out of this. I think so, too. Do you think it's going to happen, though, at Castle Grayskull or before? I feel like it's going to happen before. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. (sighs) Edge's promo wasn't great. I, it didn't do it for me. No. Uh, I don't know if I'm I, over Edge. Like, it, it might not be Edge. I, it, I think it's, it's Judgment thing. Day is when I'm over. Day. Yeah. It's Judgment Day. Because it, it doesn't make it. If this was Edge and Finn Balor, straight up, back and forth on promos, absolutely. Buy it every day. But it's the Judgment Day app. Which is sad because the three performers in Judgment Day, you would think, would hold their own. Especially Rhea. I just threw my hands up, by the way. I know you guys can't see that. But yeah, yeah, those three would hold their own. It's just not working. I just think it's the way they're going about it is not working. I I don't know. I give Judgment Day two more months so Edge can run through them all. I mean, maybe not Rhea, but... Uh, Rhea gets pissed off because everybody's losing in Judgment Day and this bails and then comes back to Rockstar Rhea or whatever. But I can't give Judgment Day two more months before it's washed away. Yeah, I agree. I think the I think the biggest thing that we need to take away from this is Rhea's the biggest star out of Judgment Day right now. And that's oh yeah, because Finn has been I, no sh- no shame to the Brooklyn Brawler, but Finn is down there right now. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe they just need to build him back up, obviously. But again, how far can you build him up? Finn's over, Finn's 41. Nothing wrong with being over 40, but. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why I said that. (laughs) But he's not, he's a great talent, but he's not your future. And if he's not filtered, factoring into the world title picture anytime soon, and he's not billed as Randy Orton. Orton. He's not billed as Randy Orton. Randy Orton's, what, 42, 43, somewhere yeah. around there? Doesn't need so, a title to be relevant. 
No. Finn needs something to be relevant. They've, they've done so much to Finn that he can't be relevant on his own right yeah. now. So. Uh, Bianca takes on EO back and forth. We knew this was going to happen, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. wash that away. And then the main event was Usos against Ray and Dom. I was shaking my hands in excitement. Um, you knew the end. You knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I'm sorry. To me, that could have went on middle and you did Chamber AJ's last. Because you didn't know who was going to win between Chamber and AJ. Probably could have guessed Champa, but AJ could have won. Just AJ could have won, nowhere. too. Right. And I, I would have been okay with Bianca and EO ending it, too. That would have been fine, too. Because you would have had the same. It would have been an all-out brawl. It was, let's be honest, they highlighted Bailey, EO, and Dakota so much in the in the whole show that it would have made perfect sense for them to end it. But now we went with the Mysterios and Usos. And, and Before we get to Cody's question, I have one more. Yeah. And, and I will have to paraphrase Cody's question at this point because I don't remember verbatim. Um when Dom came in, were you thinking, holy shit, this is Rey Mysterio's son. He's got a pedigree of Rey and Eddie and Chavo, and this kid is going to be something. Like, just maybe not his like, first I match, think, but you thought. I I could see it because there was a – I think there was also a nostalgia factor from it. If you go back to even the Rey-Eddie storyline. Again, my hands went like, up in the air. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And mine are too. I think if you go back to that storyline, you're like, oh my god, Dominic's grown up. This could be fantastic because of Ray or Eddie, or whatever you want to believe, whoever the father is. It's, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. My head went uh, down. Yeah, <laughs> it, it head went down. Uh, but, you know, because of his lineage, yeah, you had some sort of expectation, but my expectation also, I would have tampered it with, he probably should start an NXT. First, and if Bailey agrees with me, I mean straight up. But go. I think in the his first year, I I don't want to say he was pushed too much or whatever. I think he's regret. I think he went backwards. Like, all right, let's show this off. Like him and MJF, who is not in AEW right now, and that might be a big issue, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Um. Whatever was really going on there. Him and MJF are roughly the same age. So you have Mike skills. That's MJF. In ring, and I'm not blasting MJF, but I'm just saying, like, MJF's better in ring. And I don't know, he works harder, whatever. He might not have the pedigree. I just think... Dom is not ready to be there, even though he's there. Maybe Dom needs, <clears throat> here comes hate, the Mandy Rose thing. Mandy Rose can talk. She looks great. She was okay in the ring. She went down to NXT now this time, and she's a player. She's done this, done that. Like, she's running NXT. Her and Toxic Attraction. Yeah, they lost the titles, da, 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 but you understand what I'm saying. Ray needs separation from, one, his dad, 
into this main, uh, not Ray, Dom. Um, uh, he just looks out of place. And I'm not saying bigger stars or anything. There's times that, like, and I hate saying this because I, I love all wrestling. And I understand I'm not a wrestler. I understand spots, this, that, and the other thing. Some of this shit just doesn't look good. No. I think I know why he went. I, it's easier to hide these things in the Thunderdome or in arenas with nobody in there. That's why Dom excel. He didn't excel, but he did well in those empty arenas and in the performance center. But to your point, he's got to definitely benefit. I don't think you said the Mandy Rose treatment. I agree with that, but he's not at Mandy Rose's level at that point. No, he's coming down. Yeah, maybe he's have he's gonna have feuds for undercard feuds. Not even shooting for North American title. Not even shooting for the world the NXT title. Just undercard feuds, something to build him back up. Because I think he needs that. Even if he were to do, I'll even go and say, because I don't think it's happening right now. If Dom was to go down to Performance Center now, on his time off versus when he's on the road, take the three days, four days, whatever, and just go to the performance center now, I think we see significant upkeep within the first month. Significant change in the first month. And that's okay. I think he just needs to realize that, but he's still a young kid. I cannot tell you how old Dominic is. I think he's still 21, 22 maybe? Yeah, 23 tops, I think. Yeah. You don't need to be world-breaking talent right now. You can go take a couple Take a couple, a year at least, go to the performance center, hone your craft, come back in a year. You're going to be significantly more different. People are going to buy into it more. You're going to hit things more crisp, more on point. I'm not saying you're going to be at your father's level because, to be honest, I don't think he's ever going to be at Ray's level. No. I Let me stop you there, there for a second. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see this turn and get father versus son right now. I mean, I Ray is great. He can carry... A lot of people. He could carry me and you and make us look good. Yeah. And yes, he would carry his son. Cool. After that, at this point, what do you do with Dom? You have to have, I always thought you have to have, all right, I'm booking a match you against Cody, right? Yeah. I got to know what the hell is going to happen after you both have a burn-off match. Your, yeah. your end all. Where's Cody go? And then where do you go? Yeah. You have Co- uh, Dom retiring Ray. Essentially, that's what I think we're setting up for. At some point, right. getting his mask. Da, da, da. What's he do next? My hands are up now. Yeah. What? There's- he's not... I don't think beating his dad puts him into IC or US championship caliber matches then. It doesn't. Sure as shit, not the big ones. If we were a month ago, though, Mark, they would be shoehorning him in. Yeah. To those. I, this was before. I really think. Before that, trips. Yeah. Yeah. Before trips, he's getting shoehorned in. Let me ask you this. When does this happen? When when do we get the match? Because I already I, I don't probably, I don't I, want it. I don't want it either. But I think 
And it's not because here's, I want Ray around longer. No, no here, disrespect to Ray, but well, here's a, what I could say could be taken disrespectfully, but I'm going to say it anyways. Ray's on borrowed time right now, guys. We've had Ray. He's had two major knee surgeries. Yeah, he's in his mid to late forties. He's done all he can do in this industry. We have Ray for borrowed time. And honestly, I can't see him getting past WrestleMania for this. And I'm really afraid this is a WrestleMania blow-off match. I'll put it out there in the ethos because there's no major pay-per-view besides Rumble. And they're not going to do it at Rumble. No, so that, that's like, they're gonna that's like what that might Rumble. be where it starts. Like exactly. we, We've been seeing it. You can hint. Yeah. Dom throws his dad out. Or yeah. Ray throws Dom out because... Neither are split. winning the Rumble. Let's say this right now. Yeah. Neither are winning the Rumble. This is at the 17-minute mark of the Rumble next year. Yeah. This is Powder Kings getting lit at the Rumble and blowing up after that type match. So I think we're getting this match at Rumble. Somebody get in Dominic's ear and just say, hey, man, you're going to have this big match? Because honestly, and this he is nothing. He needs an injury. And I, there he, was my air quotes. He needs an injury, but here's the thing. I don't want this to be a Corbin Angle retirement match either because that wasn't that great. No. And no, nothing again. It, it just didn't work for those two. Let's get Dom somewhere, hone his craft, hone his skills because he, I think he needs to be, it needs to be recognized. Not he needs to recognize it. It just needs to be recognized. This is a monumental moment in professional wrestling history whether you want to call it that or not, Rey Mysterio retiring is monumental. And yeah. now I just said that that's your WrestleMania 40 big name is Rey Mysterio. Now that I just said that, that's a Hall of Famer in WrestleMania uh, 40. I see ECW, everything would fall into place at that point. They wouldn't do it before WrestleMania. But anyways, come back. I think they have to prepare him for that moment. He's nowhere close to it right now no. because it has to be at least a decent enough match to send Ray off into the sunset of, okay, he went out on a high note yeah, and he has no regrets. I don't think he would have any regrets going out, his son retiring him, but I think as he, family, yes, as, as family. Yes. But we need to see the closure as a, best as a wrestling fan it, right now. If Dom retires his dad, <clears throat> I don't know if I'd remember it in five years. Yeah, I don't know if Dom's. No, you know what? I'll there in that. five years. I'll counter that. I'll remember it in five years, but I will remember it in the wrong light in five years. Yeah. Touche. So, all right. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Same page. Yeah. Same thing. Same page, pa but different. Yeah. Paragraph. Yeah. Uh, I guess glass half empty over here. Maybe. <laughs> no. But yeah. How's your Stein doing? It's empty. All right. So with that, that was WWE for the week because SmackDown has not started yet tonight. Again, Friday night recording. You're listening Saturday. A yep. uh, little change of plans. We, we're going to do it like this. You guys will get SmackDown and Rampage next week. By the way, uh, Rampage looks fucking phenomenal. But we'll get there. It does look really good. Jenks we'll get there when we get there. Next week. Yeah. Oh, we oh the Cody thing. Son yeah, of a bitch. I was gonna say I pulled up the question. At least what I think was the. And you froze. 
Son of a bitch. Jenks froze. We've been doing Skype recently, so I'm talking now. Hopefully that he comes back around. Uh, he can probably hear me, and I'm just going to talk over him. Um, we've been doing Skype so we can look at each other. We can see our mannerisms and stuff like that. But, yeah. All right. So Jenks from, is back, I, by the way. I, 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 am I, back. I, I pandered for a couple seconds letting everybody know where the fuck you went. But, actually, we both dropped each other. So, we're idiots. Yeah, it happens. The internet completely shut down here. It's unreliable anymore. So, That's all right. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. You can't find it. any good internet service. So, We'll go from it. I'll read the text verbatim. Mark, I'll let you answer first, and we'll go from there. So, from Cody Hetrick, would love to hear you two banter about how the landscape would be different if Triple H being head of creative happened 12 months ago. Would Black, Danielson, Andrade, Punk still went to WWE? I would think this is supposed to say still went to AEW. Or, and now we'll, from AEW, who were going to resign will now go to WWE because of Triple H. So basically, let's take that four-pack. Black, Danielson, Andrade, Punk, do they still go to AEW with Trips in charge? And after that, who would be going from AEW to WWE because of Triple H? All right, I'll start. Lickety split. And I think I think this one's an easy one for me. I'll start with Punk, because he's my boy. He's my homeboy. I think he still goes no matter what. I think there's uh, – he he didn't want to do shit with Triple H and yeah. the Rumble and everything. He's gone. Uh, yeah. The sniff of WWE, I know money talks, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, Twelve months ago, I don't think the Band-Aid is – I think there's still maggots underneath the Band-Aid. It's yeah. not – it's festering. Yep. Punk's not doing it. Danielson? I still think goes. I do. Yeah. Because of... And I don't know if it was talked about 12 months ago or anything, but the whole Forbidden Door and Danielson lighter schedule and stuff like that, I think he still goes to be the American Dragon again. He, I, I think he truly loves this. These are our opinions, whatever. If you guys let us know. Send us some comments. Let's read them, and we'll bounce back and forth next week as well. I think Danielson still goes. Um, could Danielson, in time, get another run in WWE? Yes. I, I believe it may or will happen for sure. But I think he just needs this in his life right now. Yeah. Black. Uh, we could lump a ton of them. Yeah. I I think we still have Wyatt. I think we still have Black. I think we still have a lot of those, uh, what we're calling AEW mid-carders right now. Yeah, they stay. Except the Undisputed Era. I think they were going no matter what. Yeah. Even with the... And I'm not saying because of Brit or anything like this. I... That is their wrestling. Um, 
at all elite. They they all grew up in ROH. They let them have their own thing. Adam Cole was amazing in NXT. Don't get me wrong. Go back and watch Adam Cole. I'm not going to plug the IWC network for only $9.99 a month. But I'm just saying, like, go back and watch him on his old ROH stuff. And go back and watch Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly there. That's just their thing. They let him have a little bit of the taste in the NXT. I don't think Cole's a main event player on WWE, even underneath trips. I, I don't. Is he main event in AEW? I, he's the first own heart champion. Possibly, and we'll get to AEW here in a minute. Uh, possibly first trios champions, maybe not. Injuries, but, but, but I think that's all work. Um, yeah, I, he doesn't need to have a world title to be a big pitcher in AEW. That's not their shtick there. He's associated with the Young Bucks and Kenny. Yeah. They're main fucking players in AEW without titles. We say this week in and yep. week out. Um, other ones? I think we both agree Jericho is going to be in WWE at some point again in his life. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, <laughs> he needs that Hall of Fame. Yeah. I love the guy. I Holy shit. This might get us pissed off, people. He's got to me recently the Shawn Michaels Eagle. He needs that stroke. He needs that on his resume when he's signing in five years so he can charge $500 not a graph, this, that, and the other thing. I love the guy. I love the guy. So don't come at me. He wants that Hall of Fame that so when he can sign that HOF, right? Yeah, I said it right. Yeah. That HOF that he can charge that much. He's a money man. He's he that's what it's about. Yeah. So money yeah. money talks. And yeah. It talks big for Jericho. Yeah. Uh I can't I think you hit it all on the mark. I there's no pun intended with your name. I think I think you're right. I think Andrade, I think Malachi, Alistair, they'd still be there because they were respected by Triple H. They were utilized by Triple H. Wyatt would have the create freedom. We'd still have the Fiend. He would have never lost the title. Or he would have never even gotten the title and been put in a swamp match with Braun Strowman. But then again, we wouldn't have ever got Lexa Bliss as her freakish self in that whole scenario. But we're not even going to go down that route. When we talk about this, to your point, you brought up a good point about Danielson. I could see Danielson, I could see Danielson leaving. You're right. Because the allure was too great to not go face Kenny Omega one on one in a company anywhere. I think it was too great. Punk, absolutely correct. We could deliver, Punk will never walk through WWE's doors again. No. We have to accept that. He is now AEW through and through. There's too much of a burnt bridge with WWE. And I think it got especially burnt to a crisp and anything that was resembling things that could have been created or uh, brought back to life or any relationships was burned down and destroyed when he received his walking papers on his wedding day. As soon as he received them on his wedding day, it was over. Everything died for WWE at that point. You have to remember that he had staph infection coming out of all this as well. He did. He did. 
he exactly did. He had so much going on that led into this. There's been so much Punk's done. Punk yeah. is done with WWE. He wants nothing to do with them. He's happy with AEW, and I don't blame him one bit. Let him be. I will go off that and saying to, you made a lot of points about people leaving and coming back. I honestly would argue, Cody says 12 months here. If we go back three years, back to 2019, I personally don't think Moxley walks out of that company if he's in charge in 2019. You can argue with me on that because I think, actually, I'll take it back to 2017 because I think Moxley was relatively, wasn't happy, but he was comfortable in 2017. If Trips takes over, Moxley gets full creative. We start seeing the Moxley we see in AEW now. I think we see Moxley in a better place, and he's perfectly fine with it. There's just a, but that's way too big of a hindsight here. That that's huge. That's I mean, huge. that wasn't one that I even thought but, about during this whole question. I know because, but I wanted to take it that far to demonstrate the point of. Triple H is allowing wrestlers to be more creative, have creative freedom. And I think Mox back in 2019 felt that was choked out of him in WWE. He just couldn't spread his wings and be Moxley, be what he wanted to be. He had to be, as crass as it sounds, a neutered version of Moxley. He had everything chopped off and he could only be what he could be to a full extent. So, poor Renee. Poor Renee. But. I, to me, I think Triple H would have had a lot of people thinking otherwise about leaving. You mentioned Cole, Undisputed Era, leaving. I think you brought up great points and you changed my mind on this. I originally walked into this thinking Cole would stay and because he would still have that creative freedom. But you're right. The AEW fits more of his style, fits more of what they are as the Undisputed Era, Undisputed Elite, whatever you want to call them now. I, I completely agree with that. I think Cole is in a much better place now. Yeah, he's got his friends. He's got his fiance, girlfriend, whatnot. They're all there with him. He, he's in a comfortable place because he's in the, his perfect environment. Yep. So I completely agree with that. I don't know how much the landscape would have changed. I think there could be a handful of people that would come back. We haven't mentioned them, but you could lump them in. Keith Lee would have definitely stayed. I think because there would have been more done with Keith Lee. Keith Lee would have yeah. been a big star. He would have beat Lashley. He would have did everything that built him up to be the big star. And he probably would have been a world champion by now. I'll go out on that limb and say it right here. But in high, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um Now, the second part of this is who would come from AEW over? I don't know. Cody. I, Cody, I, Cody was the one because he had unfinished business. A lot of who started in AEW, we can talk here, Jer- Jericho's going to come over. That's yeah. the labored point. Outside of that, there's a lot of people that came to AEW with a point to prove. And a, the point to prove was we can be big players in this industry if you give us the time, if we had the big spotlight on us. MJF, perfect example. Now, MJF can have the platform in WWE at some point when his contract's done. We don't know what's going on with MJF. It's radio silence for a good thing. I think this is beautifully, I think it's beautifully done. If it's still a work, Bailey agrees with right. me. Um, she's really vocal tonight. I don't know what's good. going on. I know. Cause I'm blabbering. On you don't have video. the on air sign on, do you? 
Yeah, I do. She doesn't care. <laughs> Does not give a shit. Um, but like, I think MJF's the biggest, the one name that could possibly make the jump because he sees the bigger dollar signs or has advertised it. But we haven't brought him up yet. Let me throw this out to you. Let me before you throw it out to me. Go for it. If Tony Khan knows anything, okay, you can give MJF a quadrillion dollars, and I don't know how much that is for the next five years, okay? MJF will, at some point in his career, be in WWE. I will not, I will go to, I, no matter what, I don't care what happens, he will make it to the WWE. There's a passion, he, uh, talking on the spotlights and everything. You have to remember, WWE was the only thing for, what, 20 fucking years, Right? That's what, and I mean kids because they're all younger than me, that's what the kids want to go for, is that notoriety. Because it was the only thing that carried wrestling for 20 years. That was the number one thing. AEW is great. Impact's great. NWA is great. ROH is great. Your mom's wrestling is great. They can all get paid there. Yes, that's awesome. At one point, I'd love to fucking play for the Detroit Tigers at age 45. Guess what? That's not going to happen. Yep. I'd love to be a referee for whatever. Cool. I may have a shot. I like to work backstage. Those are things that can happen at my age. It's it's feasible for MJF to, and people are going to look at this, when he comes back to AEW and they're, oh, everybody signed a contract for five more years. Cool. Da, 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 da. On his radar, like you guys on the 40-year dash, WWE's on that of making it. Yeah. I don't give a shit if you like it, you hate it, you don't even watch it. You say name a wrestling company to, I don't know, my stepmother that doesn't even know wrestling exists. The first thing out of those people's mouth is, I think, isn't WWF wrestling? Yeah. Which essentially is WWE. Yeah. That is what it is. The epicenter, as much as we say AEW put on a better show this week, or we love AEW a lot better, WWF is still number one. And that's what the kids grew up with. Maybe Ethan's kids, when he's got kids in AEW, maybe that's the first thing out of their mouth. That they say, hey, I want to go to AEW and retire from there. These kids don't know that yet. So their goal is they only grew up on WWE. That's where they want to go. No disrespect. So MJF will go to WWE if it's a fucking part-time job for two years. He'll end up there and make a big impact. No, completely agree. Sorry, I Um, cut you off for five long minutes, but go ahead. No, that's per- that makes a perfect point. And I want to go off of that a little bit and say, I'll go MJF. I'm older than MJF. I'm an old, I'm not, I'm just old. But my generation was, we had, when I was growing up, when I started going from middle school to high school, 21 years. Well, okay, 20, maybe 19, 18 years. It was only WWE, to your point, Mark. That's all I knew. I mean, I knew of WCW beforehand. I was a young guy. 
there was a point in time where I wanted to be a professional wrestler. It never worked for me. But I knew where did I want to go? I wanted to go to WWE. Like every other independent wrestler out there, well, maybe not all of them, but most of them, they had dreams of the big time when they first started. Being on the big lights, being on WrestleMania, being there, the dream was there. So I completely agree. MJF wants to go. He needs that notch in his belt. Jericho needs the Hall of Fame. MJF just needs to say, I walked into WWE, made an impact, and walked out. And I think you could even equate it, and you can hate me if you want, but I'm equating it to AJ Styles. You've done everything else in the world. You've gone to Japan. You've done Impact. You've done this. You've done that. But you never, you've been done WCW for God's sakes, but you never walked in and made a major impact in WWE. Yeah. He did. Lo and behold. He didn't. AJ Styles, to me, never needed WWE to be Hall of Fame. Not that there was impact Hall of Fame or whatever, but there is. I know. But he didn't need that. He he wanted it. Yeah. And he's doing it. He wanted it. He's doing it. He's proven a point. And he's done it successfully. Whether you want to talk about what AJ Styles has done recently with Omos and all of that stuff, AJ Styles has, has succeeded a lot in his time in, in WWE. And you could even say it was past the prime of AJ Styles' career. And that's still pretty phenomenal in its own right. Because AJ Styles, I had to work it in there. Pun, pun intended. But AJ Styles is still a phenomenal athlete at twice? this point in time. Twice. You're welcome. But that's the key, is some people do need that in their lives. It's not, it's just the benchmark. It's the milestone. It's saying, I walked in there and did that, and I made an impact. If MJF walked out on Friday Night SmackDown, because as of right now, we're in SmackDown time. We are. If he walks out on SmackDown tonight and starts running amok, it's dropping bombs in a nuke in the WWE in all of wrestling community because nobody was expecting it. It was out of nowhere, it's out of the blue, and it's going to send shockwaves. Yeah, MJF knows that, and MJF can have that in his back pocket. You can pay him to the sun, the moon, the stars. But he's still going to walk out. I did not like that look. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. So never mind. Oh, you ruined it. Oh, yeah. Well, that sucks. It's still daylight, too, by the way, so I don't know where the hell it they're is. at. Yeah, are they? They must be West Coast or something. Anyways. Nice red pants. All right. Um, we'll talk it's, about SmackDown probably a little bit as we watch it, but we have to cover They even ride with Roman. I know. Fucking Roman. And they don't even get a driver, too. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> the Usos had to drive themselves, but Roman gets a fucking driver. Yeah, in, in a vehicle that costs 50 million dollars yeah <laughs> all right all right uh jenks needs a beer i have to pee so listen to this guy say how awesome we are and then we'll come back about to talk about <laughs> aew i told you i'd bounce back oh they're in south carolina uh we'll talk about aew dynamite awesome hi this is danny gray the american bombshell and you are listening to the can crushers podcast i love these guys Hey yo, welcome back, guys! Oh look at you, get all upset. How can you I'm get not upset? upset. Bad guy? I, I weren't expected it. Random? Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, you, normally we, your cockles are in my face, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But 
Who are you, you know, drinking we now? Brought, we brought up. I uh, went to a pale ale. Went to Sierra Nevada pale ale. This is not my first beer. It is definitely going to be my last of this one now. <laughs> You're so, at three. Are you at three or four? I'm at three. Yeah, three. Somebody's getting number four as a fucking Christmas present. I don't like it. I can't wait it's to, a, it's to a, just <laughs> randomly show up in my mailbox. It's officially I'm not my favorite beer <laughs> whatsoever. Logyard, I'm you sorry. Have, you have a six. You have a six pack. What are you rating no. it out of six pack? Two and a half. Oh, well, that's generous. I thought you were going to go maybe one and a half too. It's beer, so that's at least worth a point and a half. Okay, fair enough. Uh, they're 16s, so that's another <laughs> half a point. <laughs> and that's all it's got going for you right now. <laughs> really? It it really does. It's not good. It's not good. I sh- Maybe I should have went with the Oktoberfest. But it's fucking August. You tried. I know. I get it. The name, though. The name spells it. The name's great. They got me. Hook, line, and sinker. Yep. I would get. I would strictly buy that beer just to get the can. The can's so amazing. The you, I love the name. I love the can. All right. Well, then, I, can I yeah. ship? I can't. Sh- can I can't ship can't beer ship, deal. You can't ship beer. You probably shipped an empty can, but not beer. Well, not that one. That has my snuff in it. Yeah. That's yeah. No. I didn't. The know other it had one snuff I in it. the other one I smashed. How the fuck would I know it had snuff in it? You once you fucking get it and snuff comes barreling out of it, well, you I would, would know. Say, I would say, what the fuck just happened? Anyways, <laughs> uh, these are gonna be long shows Friday nights. Yeah, they are. Fucking Dynamite. Sit back. <laughs> I and uh, probably match number two of the week for me was lethal and orange. Okay. Number one is on this card. I will give you that. Number one is on this card. Are you talking? Uh, I'm Hobbs, not talking Hobbs. anything. We'll get there. Talking Hobbs. Okay. No, I'm not talking Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> I I will agree. They had a really good match. Even and, with the shtick of Satnam coming out and then Trent and uh, Chuck coming out as a cartoon big man, I, I laughed. I shouldn't have laughed. I did. I knew it was coming. You could see him godforsaken doing it in the entrance way. No. I knew it was coming, and they still came out, and I laughed because I'm like, this is just the stupidest fucking thing. Because we're children. We are children, and this is why we love professional wrestling because we're children. But this was fantastic. This was a great match. It wasn't fantastic, but it was a great match. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's setting up Ward Logan's Ethel, Ethel Cage. Yeah, no. Ethel. Yeah, um, <laughs> Lethal. It all out. Yeah. Which I like. I don't think Wardlow's dropping it, but I think that's his first you, big check. Do you mean Battle of the Belts? Because it's not. Oh, going yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that, which is tonight, by the way. Yeah. If you're listening to this tonight. Yeah. So we'll talk about everything we're talking, we're watching right now and Battle of the Belts next week. I didn't know Battle of the Belts was this week, by the way. It literally, I don't think I knew. They didn't make any announcement until this week that it was on Saturday. Yeah. This is the first I heard about it. Now, I do know Battle of the Belts 4 is in October because I saw them advertise it at one point, I think, on Dynamite. But yeah, I had no idea Battle of the Belts 3 was this week. 
big no, week for big week as we shift our weeks. Again, I'm going to keep pounding yeah. this in your head as we shift our weeks. Rampage is pretty big tonight as we're recording. Dynamite, uh, well, and then Battle of the Belts, and then Dynamite's pretty big. Like this is a big three show. Week for them, and I think next Wednesday is Quake on the Lake, right? yeah, or Quake by the Lake, whatever they're calling it. Quake in the Lake, yeah, Quaker, in the lake. Quaker, Quaker Oats, and lake. Quaker Steak and Lube, uh, whatever it is. But yeah, they have three big shows coming up with monumental matches on each of them. Have you been to the original Quaker Steak and Lube, by the way, in Sharon, where no. Chris Norris grew up at? By the way, <laughs> I, I have not been to Nor- Norristown, which you should rename it to. I have not been to Norristown. What a ho- what a I, hole in the wall! By the way, is it really? Yeah, it's. I it, it looks like a fucking garage that Moochie put up and just started selling wings out of. They spruced up the inside a little bit where you can sit. And yeah, but the just oil go, just going yeah. to it, it you're like this is a garage. You know, I'm going to eat wings from this place. <laughs> Which fits perfectly, <laughs> but if you've never been to Sharon, Ohio, Pennsylvania, it's on the border of both of them. Go to Quaker Steak and Lube. I've never been to Sharon, so I'm going to have to make the trip at some point. And now I have to go to Quaker Steak just to see how big of a hole in the wall this is. I mean, I was only going to go to Sharon for the candy, at uh, Daffin's Candy, but now I'm going to go for this hole in the wall wing place first. It's it, 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 people are going to be like, Mark, I've been there a million times. It's really not a hole in a wall. To this monstrous company, which is around us, like Quaker Steak and Lube is, we knew that before Buffalo Wild Wings. We knew yeah. that before, like, wings of plenty. This is where yeah. you went to get wings in and around Pennsylvania yeah. and Ohio. You knew of this place. It was our Buffalo. How Buffalo made wild uh, chicken wings, or they made chicken wings. I'm an idiot. Um, They made chicken wings relevant. Quaker Steak and Lube made it relevant in our vicinity. Yep. So I would agree. Yeah. yeah. It's still a hole in the wall. I don't care. (laughs) Fucking no sponsors from anybody this week. Um, Again, collar and elbow. Collar and elbow. (laughs) Thanks, Al. Well, maybe Pumpkin will like us. Yeah, maybe. 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 Um, writing on the wall that Undisputed Era, Elite, everything was it great. It was going to happen. Oh, boom. They're going to be cleared by the time this whole... It's all out. Yeah. They're clear now, but they were just playing it up for... Yeah. The tr- yeah. I mean, this plays into... I think I said it last week, but it I don't know did. if I said it. This is going to be the trio's tournament finals there's no way around it and i huff and puff because i said last week neither one of them need this no i i want cole fish and o'reilly to get it i really don't want the young bucks and adam page to get it because that's going to be the team folks i don't wake up i want somebody else to get this and it's uh my boys brody lee and black and buddy yeah, it's not. It's not going to happen. But we no. we thought the same thing about uh, what? I think we thought Cole was going to face somebody else in the finals, right? Yeah, 
in the, uh, the Owen tournament Hart. finals. Yeah, in the Owen Hart. Yeah, we did. Uh, and so anything can happen. I I think this is the finals, but I do still because see... Because they have a, nothing for them to do at all out. They don't. They really don't. This is the only thing for the Undisputed. And I think this ties into Kenny Omega coming back. Let's be honest. Yeah. I think there's some tie-in with that. Um, what I will say off of that, though, is don't don't be surprised if House of Black is the next stop at full gear and takes the titles off of them. I don't think I don't think that's far fetched. I think maybe House of Black is in the, the wings second, waiting. The, the second, second yeah. yeah. I don't think this is long term. Uh, if any, if Cole in if the undisputed elite get it, I think that is long term. So if Cole O'Reilly Fish get it, I think that can be more of a long term to revolution type thing. But if it's the Young Bucks and Page, it's a feel good moment. But the feel good moment dies with the House of Black at full gear. So wait, so are you saying out of this whole scheme, the Bucks are face then? Bucks have to be face at this point. Page is face. Bucks just got turned on. Bucks are face. They just got the freaking Miz kid, their own Miz kid, for God's sake, crying for them. They, yeah. I mean, they did. By the way, yeah, that kid was fucking amazing. That kid was. Broken. We need to get him on the show. Can we get him on the show? He was traumatized from that. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for that kid, but I love the emotion out of it. It goes back to the crying punk guy last year where some people online gave him shit, but I adored this emotion that comes out of people because that's how we are. Yeah. I would too. It was, I would have dumped the punk guy. I mean, it's so much raw emotion. You love He was like 55. No, he was 55. (laughs) But that's my point. That's the love of the industry. And that's what I would show. I'm going to show my girlfriend at some point when we get to that point. Is where I'm the emotion. I'm not stuck. the adoption papers. but the, How are you adopting a 55-year-old? Wouldn't you ask him to adopt you? First of all, we're not getting into the logistics right now about adoption. All right? Second of all, I'm just saying, theoretically, it's the emotion part of it. I know. You fall in love. I know you know, but I'm just saying. I don't know the logistics around adopting a 55 year old man. I assume it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant at this point, and there's a lot of terrible thoughts going through my head that I'm going to back off of right now. We'll just leave it at this. I love the emotion out of it. We, I love that the young bucks now have their own little. We call it Ms. Kid. I put it in air quotes, but it's their own kid that their heart broke seeing this group of friends break apart. It, it epitomized what professional wrestling is. We all have those heart-stringing emotions that come along with it. It, it came quick from that kid. That it, it came very quick. Boom, and he was, his world ended. I mean, it, it, that happens at five years old. Your world ends very quickly. It does. Uh, next matchup, the, uh, the Christian thing will just link all together. Yeah. Britain Hater against Thunderstorm. One... I may buy a sandbagging since 2014. That was a fucking shirt. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. There may, if not, they both, I think they're both amazing talents anyway. You guys know that. There may be some legit, legit real shit between Brit and Rosa and AEW right now. 
this match was my match of the week. This yeah. was just and be prepared. We've we've waved her flag, but she's the fourth person in this match. Jamie Hader was the best person in this match. And I love Rosa. She was I on point. love th- uh, Thunder, and I love Tony. Jamie Hader made this match. Jamie Hader was on point this week. And I would go along and say this was a statement for Jamie Hader to stake her claim. We've talked about Tony Storm. We've talked about Thunder Rosa, obviously, as a women's champion. Obviously, Britt Baker, who's been the foundation and a pillar for the women's division. Jamie Hader's often forgotten. Jamie Hader is a phenomenal talent, and she pushed it to that uh, Wednesday night on it on a dynamite. Yeah. One of the nights. I don't know why I'm stumbling, but Jamie Hader made her impact and has really solidified herself as saying, "I'm still here, and I'm one of the legitimate contenders in this division." Yeah, I loved it. I, I completely agree with you. This was match of the week for me. It was fantastic. It was hard hitting. It felt like there was something in the air, a hatred, whatever it was. It just felt like it was there, and it was pure on point, and it was taken out in the ring. I want Britt to win the title yesterday, and then I want I want Britt to turn on Hater. I want Britt face because I want Hater to get the shit. But then get the title. Like, I, yeah. you, Brit fucking Breaker is right here on my sleeve. <laughs> I have some extra area. Jamie Hader, come out with an awesome logo and be the bitch that you can be and take the title from Brit. I, it's gotta be. No disrespect to Tony Storm. Uh, she does great things, but she's not, I don't know if she's ready to carry AEW. I still yeah. think it's got to be homegrown. Jamie Hader, not legit homegrown. I don't want all that hate or anything, but like Hader and Britt is there. It's ready. It's ready. Get it. Get the title off of Rosa. She can do other things. Madison Rain's showing up tonight. We'll talk about that next week and everything. There's building a lot of other stuff for Rosa to do. Sheeta's going to be back. Da-da-da-da. There's wrap up a lot of things. Britain Hater is going to be the next thing that I think we talk about and we talk about for a long time. Let me throw it out to you. And I, I'm not, I do the comparisons, but I'm not big on them. But, and I'm not saying legendary version, I'm saying this. Is Britain Hater looking more and more like an MJF Wardlow from the aspect of Hater has already outgrown the shadow of Brit? By far. Hater's ready to burst out and be her own person, so she needs to break away from that in whatever means possible. But we need, we need meant, her for something. We need her to chase after something. Right now, they're too close. Yeah. We, the, the writing has been there. Yeah. It, it's been teased for a while, but her and Britt just fighting over uh, a styrofoam cup. It's not going to work. No. No. Well, and that, it goes back to the Owen Hart tournament. First round, second round, we we both commented on it. Rebel and Britt looked at each other when they thought they would have to face Hater at some point in that tournament. They already had a plan in words to take Hater down. 
So we know the plan is in place. Small details like that make us know there's a plan in place. You said Britt as face. I think if they both attack Hater, Hater's the face in this whole thing. So how would you book it so Hater would be the heel and Britt would be the face? Would it be Rebel? Rebels, I think Rebel's a big part of this. Do you think Rebel would go with Hater then? Yeah. Or would yeah? Okay. Yeah. Now that would be the ultimate backstabbing, I think, in AEW history at this point. Yeah. You want to talk about crying? Rebel and Brit. She's tired of Reba. Hand hand. She's tired of Reba. She's tired of, it. She's tired of it. She wants out. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And that would be the biggest turning point. It could if there's a title match between Brit and Thunder at the pay per view at all out, Brit well, loses. Who who else? Well, there's who no else, else is built up? I don't want to say. There's no one else built up unless they go to Tony again. Because Jade's got her own shit going on right now. Yeah, Jade's facing Athena at the pay per view. Right. That's happening. And dropping, I think, to you get think her dropping? To, and get her to Jade dropping the title. I think is the best thing for her to get her. I agree. She's outgrown that title. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know if they're going to give Athena the wit. Here, you build up this undisputed streak. Is Athena the one to take it off of her? I think it plays into the homegrown talent thing. Do you go homegrown, homegrown in air quotes, or do you let Athena take it? Because don't get me wrong, Athena has the credentials to beat Jade. I would believe that in a heartbeat. Still be shocked, but I'd believe that in a heartbeat. But do they want to go a more seasoned AEW person to do it? Or are they fine with just letting Athena take it? But I agree with you. Jade has outgrown that title. Yeah. So. The the 50 and 0 or what? I don't know what she's at right now. I, yeah. I, have, I love watching her shtick. I love watching everything. But the numbers don't matter anymore. I, no disrespect. I love the new Anna J. I love the old Ty. Sammy and Ty are getting married. She's ran yeah. through everybody and everybody twice or three times. I love independent wrestlers. I love independent people. They come on the show. We talk. We learn this. They beat. They get beat up by Jade. Cool. How many times can she beat? And I'm not going to name a name. Woman X. And be a mark on a roster, yeah. It, on a record means something. It it needs to go away, and then start over. Yeah, I I completely agree with you because I think AEW knows they can't make this a Goldberg streak. Right, it can't be a Goldberg streak. It has to end at some point. And to me, I think a loss for Jade now would do wonders. It doesn't hurt her more. It doesn't hurt her at all. Okay, you lost to a season vet. Shit happens. Yep. You're going to lose to a season vet. You're not as great as you are. That only helped build that persona in the fan's mind of, okay, she is vulnerable. She's not superhuman. Can she overcome the next hurdle? Because I could see her very well being in the title hunt by the end of the year. Oh, in yeah. the actual AEW Women's title hunt. Yeah. I, I the, Their last pay-per-view could end up being... Uh, hater against Jade. Yeah. 
high or their that. or their first pay per view next year. Next year, I was thinking the first pay per view next year. View. Yeah, if they put the title on Hater at some point, Hater and Jade, good boy almighty. Yeah, sell the tickets now because that's going to tear down the house. That would tear down the house. Yeah, I. It, either way, I know I said Brit is face. I. Yeah, Br- Brit's love no matter. She's she's the that's Stone fair. Cold. So yeah. it doesn't matter. She doesn't cool. need that. I'm just. I just mean. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. She's. Yeah. She could piss on Tony Khan and she'd be cheered, or she could get beat up Tony by Tony Khan and she's gonna be cheered. So it yeah. doesn't matter. The the fucking DMD moniker that she has. There's five thousand people in a three thousand dollar fucking arena. Did I say that right? There, I, I said dollars somewhere in there, but you said yeah, it was a little confused. You know what like, I mean? There's five thousand yeah. fans doing DMD and with three thousand people there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Britt is there; she's fine. This, that, and the other. Uh, so they did announce Sammy and Tyre getting married. Cool. Uh, Eddie Kingston says he's pissed off. I, I, I don't care. I, I love them both. I have a man crush on Sammy. I I don't care about this at all. Out. I I do care, but I'm also more surprised that they announced an Eddie Kingston match more than two weeks out from the pay per view. <laughs> Touche. Because <laughs> usually you don't hear about Eddie Kingston having a match until two weeks out, and then they do a phenomenal build for those two. I don't know why I keep saying phenomenal, but they do a great build for those two weeks, and then he has a great match at the pay per view. So. Could I go without it? I understand why they're going this route. I just feel like this is just it smells of a Sammy win, and yeah. I don't know if I like that for Eddie right now. So that's kind of my hesitancy around it. I'm glad they do it. They announced it. I'm kind of happy to watch the match, but it just smells like an Eddie win, or not an Eddie win, but a Sammy, Sammy win. win. Yeah. Uh, as we've been saying for weeks now. Taz says there's no Team Taz anymore. Finally, 30-second clip. Thank God. <laughs> and that's all we're giving it. That's all it is. Starks and Hobbs came out. Oh, speaking, speaking of Hobbs, he wrestled. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about the match. I do have a beef. What's your beef? How the and- fuck... You can tell the beer's kicking in. How the fuck is Hobbs ranked third? When he's been a tag team wrestler, or and I'm not saying prelim bad, but prelim guy for the last two years. He's gotten wins. I understand. Records matter. <coughs> but they were tag team wins. So they shouldn't be... Christian came out, and he didn't have a ranking. Yeah. You're telling me Christian, and I understand his storylines, doesn't have a ranking, but Hobbs is number three. Well, I think we've proven with FTR that rankings don't fucking matter in AEW. They're just there for props. The second thing, though, I feel like Hobbs... I, I Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. It's not Hobbs in general. It's anything in general. I think it's leaning towards dark and elevation have significance in the programming. Mind blown that YouTube free purchases like this would have it but Hobbs has been fighting a lot on his own on dark and elevation. 
is it to the amount that gets him number three in the gland? I didn't think so. No, I know I, against people like Ren Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of jobbers. There has to be some consideration taken as who you're actually facing and when. Orange Cassidy has been putting on matches on Dynamite, but you don't see him ranked in the top ten. He's right. lost a lot of them, but he's not ranked in the top ten. By the so, way, by the way, Ren Jones, we don't hate you. If you want a spotlight, you can come on. The <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't know what the hell Miro was saying this week. I don't know if he knew. I was just, I just loved Miro back. That's all. I, I was just taking it in. I don't, his God has forsaken him again. And now he needs to come back. I is, really, is it me? Or is, do I just want him to join the House of Black so I, that he, he forsakes his own God? And then walks in the House of Black saying, I need, I just need a purpose. Yes. Yes. I said that from his you very first that. return. You did say that, yeah. Get his ass there. <sighs> We're getting a coffee match, a coffin match, not a, a coffee, coffee match. match. Yeah. Uh, dead, dead sled. <laughs> my, if you guys want some good coffee, by the way, my buddy that lived right across the street from me when I was growing up, check out Dead Sled Coffee. It's in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. Go to Facebook. Check it out. Great coffee. Um, we're getting a coffin match, though, between my boy Brody King and Darby. Okay, fine and dandy. Uh, it, it, yes, it's Darby, whatever Darby. <sighs> Minuscule things. He's really tattooing that on his hand. It's, I, I'm looking at it right now. It's already tattooed. I I understand that, but yeah. we better play fucking reference to that five years down the line. Is he get a tattoo? And it better be there. Yeah, not covered up, not disappeared. I was going to ask. That was going to be one of my questions to ask you. Would you ever, if let's say you no, were on cake, my palm? No. <laughs> now this one looks like it's on his wrist, so I don't think it made it to his palm. It made it just shy of the hand. Yeah, that does. what I'm looking at. Yeah. No, I cried I when I got my grandmother's bracelet for her cancer. It says "Love, Hope, and the Cancer Ribbon" and her name on the other side. Yeah, that is the tattoo that I cried on because I didn't know that uh, it was hurt that bad. Gel existed back then. <laughs> Numbing gel. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I think it just proves that Brody King's tougher than both of us combined. So, yeah. I don't need JR every Wednesday at 9 o'clock to come out. Just fucking come out during commercial and be there. Yeah. They make a big, big stink about JR coming out. Um, it also chimed in as soon as JR walked out. It brought up Cody Herrick. Cody Hedrick's complaints about JR for the week. Uh, no knock on you. It just happens. It's like clockwork. As soon as JR comes out, there's going to be one or two that come through. And I, I can't disagree. No. There's a lot of things that he, he brought it up perfectly in our text message this week. The commentary changes. Bad. It's engaged in the first hour. You love Taz. You love Excalibur. You love everything, how it's flowing. Everything is great. Turn two, hour two, it changes, it shifts. There's different comments that are made that people have to ignore and not engage in. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, and I'll bring up one. I think, I think I have a note later on about it. Yeah. Christian against Matt Hardy. I understand it was legit just to get Jungle Boy out there. You liked this, didn't you? 
No, I was going to comment. I love the sign that said I played this on No Mercy. <laughs> that oh, was my but, takeaway from the match. Was by, that sign. by the way, signs, uh, Britt Baker, I want to have your baby that was on <laughs> 75 times. Have my baby, I mean. I, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know why that one just like got to me. I'm like, oh man, that's to Brit. Don't don't say that to Brit. It, like personally yeah. know her. I'm like, oh, Brit's a good girl. Don't don't do that. But yes, I played this on No Mercy. No Mercy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy shirt though. That was a hell of a shirt. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be on pro wrestling tees anytime soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Walking around, I'll pick up garbage in that. Max likes it, by the way. Uh, Garcia has me. He's a fucking dragon slayer. I don't understand. It's a stupid moniker. I want to see Garcia and Danielson again. Let's wrap it back around. I I want to see it again. We'll probably get it at the pay-per-view. The dragon slayer, I think that plays off that king slayer you saw from Seth a long time ago. Yep. And I... Man... Garcia's just good. Yeah. He is very good. Very good. This was great. I want to see round two, three, four, and five with him and Danielson. Yeah, bring, make it a Nikita Koloff against Magnum TA seven. Exactly. Best the seven. Best of seven. Nothing on the line. Just best of seven. This shit. Did we get rid of your boy, Huskis? I thought that. Paige out there and all of a sudden Stokely comes out. I thought I missed something. Huskis is gone. Did we break up? We're Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page is on his own. What happened? I I didn't know if I missed something or whatnot. Are, are, we, not, are we not getting And This is a, a real question. Is Paige Van Sant? I know she was training for Bare Knuckles, which is like really soon just happened or really coming up. Um, is she done now too? Like I thought, Van Zant could be transitioned into something. That yeah. that name, the Ronda Rousey name, essentially, which every company is going to have somebody like that. Da, 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 da. Van Zant, uh, we made no reference to Huskis Lambert. No, nothing. It was as if it never existed. Yeah. At this point, I'm not sure. I. I was completely taken back that he was completely going off by it. And he was, and then the Stokely whole thing, excuse me, I think that leads into another question of what is Stokely doing? Is he secretly building up this empire? Pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. He is doing wonders right now. He got Lee Moriarty. He has obviously Jade, the entire baddies. Baddies. Now he's got Ethan Page. Who else is he going to get? And how big of how big? It's not a shot to WWE because they're using Stokely. I think it's more of how big of a name could Stokely have been if he was used properly. Because yep. I think we can all agree, Stokely's great on the mic. Oh my god, he's fantastic. I I watch him every single every time he's got the mic. I'm watching him. Anytime he's on screen, I'm watching what he's doing. He can sell it. And now I think we're seeing that, man, this is going to be a hell of a push for Nathan Page, for Lee Moriarty, 
Lee might not be there yet. Ethan Page is definitely there. He's got to get a shot at, I think, the TNT title or at least com- have a competitive series with Wardlow with that. Yeah. So well, we said that kind of, we thought, uh, I don't know, two months ago that Ethan Page was going to be the one to take it from yeah, Sky and then essentially transition into Wardlow. Yeah. As long as we get it, I think we're going to be happy. Yeah, I would agree. 2.0 and Anna. All right. I I don't care about the guys. You don't you don't care about Daddy Magic? Anna's fucking crazy now. I, I kind of like chaotic I Anna. I love Anna choking people out. <laughs> I love Anna choking people out. I she needs to get some wins under her belt. Yeah. It's crazy Anna. And then we'll talk. Yeah. But I, I like slow build. Slow build, chaotic Anna. I like it. The dumpster match. I'm rubbing my head right now. You, how bad did you hate this? I didn't. Thank Okay, good. I, I didn't. I screamed that they attacked Billy first. I love yeah. that. They brought up Vince's retirement. They brought up Biden, and we're not getting into this, but they brought yeah. up Biden in COVID. They brought up... Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. This is why they can't be on Rampage. Yeah. It, yeah. They can't be. They need to be live every week. Because yep. we saw them on... The music video was pre-recorded. They came out pre-recorded. Da-da-da-da-da. It was all prior to Vince leaving. This yeah. is the first time they've been live. I thought, well, it's a couple weeks now. They're not going to say, nope, they said it. And I'm oh, like, saying it. <laughs> and the match itself was stupid. Like, um, what's, I, again, McLovin. Why can't I know? Super bad. It's super bad, yeah. Yeah, it was stupid like that, but I loved it. Yeah. It was everything I wanted out of it. it, it it's a dumpster match, first of all. My big beefs are they either have somebody that's <laughs> garbage man talking now. They either have somebody that's a really good artist to make it look like those were used dumpsters or they were fucking used dumpsters and they they essentially tagged them with like acclaimed stuff and everything. But the insides of those look rusted and crappy. Yeah. It looked like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciated more than um, Chainsaw Charlie, McFoley, and the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Those were brand new dumpsters. Right. These were not brand new dumpsters. And I don't know, did they get out prior to the push off of... No, because you could see their foot hanging out the bottom. One of the feet were hanging out the bottom of the dumpster after the push. Billy Gunn is, or not Billy Gunn, Road Dog is released that they were pushed out. They, they they got out because there was a cut, this, that, and the other thing. I think before they got pushed off the stage, right? I, when they got pushed off the stage, you saw the feet hanging out from underneath it. No, I'm saying when, oh, for the New Age Outlaws. Road, oh, for the Outlaws. Yeah, I think they got out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was looking, I'm like, all right, I know how this dumpster works. There's probably a side door because they cut yeah. to the acclaim. They were doing some shit. They were scooping out. How did 
they did not get killed. Yeah, By the way, the, the, the lids were plastic. The lids don't weigh as much as JR was saying or Taz was saying that they weigh a ton. <laughs> they're, they're fucking plastic. But the bump in that, they're hurting units. I wouldn't knew. No, not happening. No, no pad, no foam pad, no packing peanuts that were in that one are going to save them from that ride. Well, they didn't no, fit. The, they didn't hit the foam pad. No, yeah, they barely. There was there. Yeah, it was there, but they didn't hit it. They flew. By the way, the acclaimed, get ready. What a bunch of pussies. I can move. That was a three-yard dumpster, by the way. They, I can, running, they were running into the side, and I'm sitting there like, come on, guys. I can move a three-yard dumpster by myself. <laughs> All right, so there was, what, 500 pounds rounding yeah. in there. I, They're on good wheels. If they're greased, you can move. They sucked at pushing a dumpster. And they pushed it inside. I was like, guys, what are you doing? I, I get this is your first time pushing a dumpster, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> Drive straight. Yeah. But. Um, then I brought up a lot that's coming up. Uh, I said, damn, Rampage is going to be good. Mance Warner against Mox is awesome. Madison Rain's going to be on it. Uh, Battle at the Belts, we're going to get Claudio against Tekechka. Uh, Roser against Hater next, next week. Big. Then we get the main event. We've talked about a lot the next three week, uh, shows on AEW. So, Jericho against Yuta. I wanted Yuta to win. I didn't expect Yuta to win. It was a good match, but I wanted more. Yeah. Like it wasn't wasn't what I wanted. They could have done more, right? It seemed like they kind of tapered it a little bit. Kind of like we're not going to give you the full match that we could with this, which is fine if they're going to have another match. Right. But are they? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know if they are. It just seemed like they they didn't go all out. Because we know Yuta can go all out. We know Jericho can go even further than what he did here. So what held them back is going to be the key. Is there a long-term story here that they want to run off of or what? It, it seemed like they just weren't fully delivering because there's more to this. In the near future. It was more hurry up, get Mox out here so we can have, I'm bringing the Lionheart. You asked for him, I'm going to bring him. Yeah. I, I I expected that to happen. Right. Not at, what the hell time, 10.59 at night. 10.01. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. Like. Yeah. The match was, the match was short. The promo was rushed. I, I. I think I'm talking myself into saying I don't. I didn't like it. Now, if this is indicative of what's to come for the Mox Jericho match, I'm not looking forward to it. I feel like they're both going to be good performers and they're going to bring out the best in each other, obviously. But man, if you're going to bring out the Lion Tamer, start dropping names like Lion Tamer, and that you have to start delivering on that. And this was not a good prelude to that. Even if, no matter how many times you're going to say, I'm going to stretch the shit out of you. It's just not, if it doesn't deliver beforehand, you're not going to get the same result. So, I don't know. Sorry. I, you're good. Kofi, I 
It's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. I don't. So okay, trying to watch SmackDown with the mute on, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah, anyway, do that during an yeah. interview one time during a pay per view. <laughs> <sighs> I told you I'd bounce back. I'm wrapping it, bringing it all back around. I and I, my heart of hearts needed this tonight. It was amazing sitting in studio. Uh, we had a guest appearance by Max. Bailey has spoken up. Yeah, several times. They're both asked out now, waiting to go OUT. So same here. Whatever happens, happens. Um, this was fun. It, I it was I fun. enjoy Friday nights. Uh, I do not enjoy. This is my first beer. Um, we'll bounce back <laughs> to that next. Next week will be beer again for me as well. Okay. Because I'm I'm gonna save liquor again until I'm gonna get the peach, and we're gonna roll with the peach on a, a pay per view night that we have to cover. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the pumpkin in the freezer for that to chill off. Yeah. And enjoy that nice little whiskey for it then. Yeah. So, I got nothing else. I'm stalling now. I got nothing else either. Uh, this is gonna be a fun week. Fun wrestling week, but I'm glad this has provided you with your little getaway and your to help you mental health here. It, it is to help you out, and that's uh again that's what it's about, folks. Um, we started the show by this. It it shouldn't be, and I'm gonna wrap it up like this, and I we'll touch on it all the time. By the way, do you want to go to Cleveland Monday? I know it's very tempting, isn't it? <laughs> it is it really is? Um, it shouldn't be a month, folks. It shouldn't be just one month that we. And I want to say celebrate, but um, that's the word that popped in my head. Uh, mental health awareness should be talked about all the time. We have opened up, and if this is a wrestling and mental health podcast from now on, clearly fine with it. We we need to make it relevant. Um, people struggle day in and day out. It's a song. It's mm-hmm. stuff that happens during the week that can just tell on you. The half an hour before the show, I'm crying watching Bette Midler sing The Rose on TikTok. Kelly asked me, are you all right? And I I heard her, but I couldn't answer. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time. You bounce back. You get to your, your norms. And it's okay. You have people that love you. Uh, we've said it before. If you... You need to reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, send us messages. Yeah. I will then reach out to you personally, and if it's talking about anything, I I don't want to read your obituary. I'd rather spend the rest of my night listening to you grovel, and now I'm being a dick. And at least we'll work ourselves through it. This is about love. And no. I, sa- I said it before, when I say I love you, it's not it's not a fake thing. I love people that are in my life. If I don't want you in my life, I cut trees down real quick. Yeah. Best way to say that. And that I completely agree. Reach out. If you guys need anything, holler. Reach out to those that love you. Can crushers if you need it. You know, just... It's better to have your voice heard. You're not a burden on people. Just reach out and be there for people. 
love runs unconditionally. I think through anybody here at the at Can Crushers. So we love the audience. We love the Can Crushers. I love Mark. Mark loves me. We're brothers to the end. It's just we're here for each other. And yeah, things are gonna hit you. Things are gonna hit you hard. And they're gonna take you down even when you don't think it's gonna take you down. But at the end of the day Fucking Bet Midler. Fucking Bet Midler, but you're gonna pick yourself right back the fuck up. And you're gonna do it your way. And that's the way it goes. Fucking Frank Sinatra too. Yep. Alright guys. Remember. Tell your loved ones you love them, because you never know. Mm-hmm. Remember, though, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. <laughs> you're garbage can, not a garbage cannot. <laughs>